Today on Gamma Head Radio, tune in to hear about the adventures of Sir Boatsworth and his gender-bending prostitution racket in the wasteland. Gamma Head Radio starts now! Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to yet another episode of Gamerhead Radio. I am Charlie Technotronicorn Worthley. Candy Mountain, Charlie. I am Jonathan Santiago, a.k.a. Fallon Flint. We're being civilians! Come on! I am overworked with a kitty on my lap goat. <laughs> Not making the obvious joke. Um, so, uh, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's another week, another week of video games, another week of pretty much everything's the same. Um, at least I'm assuming so, because um, I, don't, I, I haven't really seen sun in, uh, in a while. Um, I'm assuming that uh, things are normal, um, and uh, and uh, yeah. Funny, you and the rest of the world haven't seen sun either this week. <laughs> to, mm. to put it like this, um, as of recording time of the show, it is just after sometime after eight p.m. as we're starting, and Charlie has bedhead. <laughs> <laughs> I do, in fact. Um, yeah, I um I was I may may or may not have been up until six a.m. this morning finishing the con book. Because that's something that I do, apparently. Um, and uh, yeah, so then uh, Michelle allowed me, bless her heart, to um, sleep until I woke up just naturally on my own without the um, without any alarm or other uh, other influences, and um, got the first like full straight eight hours of sleep I've had in probably like probably a good three weeks. So <laughs> oh God, I'm not, I'm not I'm not even exaggerating. No, that's good. Um, so yeah, I, I just I, I didn't even think about the fact when John came over and he's just like, "You look like a million bucks." And we're just like, "What are you talking about?" A million like, one bucks, million, Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm undervaluing myself. It seems. <laughs> Don't sell um, yourself short. <laughs> um, and yeah, I didn't even realize that uh, the, the hairs had not been did. So uh, so yeah. Um, how about you guys? How uh, how how are you? Um. In a crazy week, uh, as I've said in uh, the last couple weeks leading up to it. Finals for one class this week, finals for one class next week, and speeches due, and all this other shit that is the total opposite of fun, awesome video games, so I'm not going to go into it. But uh, that's been it for me. You know, uh, got some, some stuff played this week, somehow, miraculously, God knows how. That's it, man. Until these classes are done, I'm cloistered away in my house doing, you know, adult things that I don't like. And goat, um, what all, what all have you played? Not n- n- including the uh, the world of tabletop, you're being sucked into. It seems. Yeah, yeah, my whirlwind life of like fifty hour work week. I, I today has been a whirlwind. I went to work this morning, did five hours, and I went over and played with the Chicago area Dust Warfare group, playing Dust um, for my first time, which was interesting. Which is a miniatures, yet another miniatures tabletop game. Carlton is going to drain my bank account and three other people's <laughs> that I don't even know yet. Um, now, for those that aren't familiar, what is the two-line uh, d- uh, description of what Dust is? Uh, it's multi-faction World War II-style warfare. <laughs> oh, so it's it's not... It's, so it really... like When you say World War II-style, you mean it like, really is like World War II-style? Yeah, the Germans like not, are in it, the Russians are in it, the Allies are in it. Yeah, those are like actual real factions you can be... Why is it called Dust? I have no clue. Okay, just checking. Um, I see no dust on the table, so it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just um, I my brain immediately goes to Dust and Elysian Tale, which I know is not at all the same thing. And um, but uh, but yeah, so I was curious. So thanks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, cool. Um, well, before we get into what we've been playing, uh, let me go through the uh, releases that are coming out this week. Uh, on Tuesday, November seventeenth, uh, Stella Glow is coming out for the 3DS. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront, it's uh, hitting its release on the PS4, the Xbox One, and the PC. Monster High, New Ghoul in School, (laughs) 
Uh, it was kind of getting the, the <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> the, the the Wii, the Wii U, and the 3DS going in. That, that is our first dad joke video game title, I think, on the show. Mm. That can't be right. <laughs> I'm, I'm so, that can't be possible, but I uh, I, I just. Uh, my gut is to doubt that. Um, <laughs> WRC5 on the PS3, the PS4, the Xbox 360, the Xbox One, and the PC. WRC? World Relic Championship Racing. We covered this the last time you mentioned it. <laughs> and whenever It's w- a racing game. Whenever WRC6 comes out, expect to have this conversation again. Yeah. <laughs> um, Deadpool is getting its re-release on the PS4, the Xbox One. Go, are you going to replay that one? Yeah. 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 Double achievements. Maybe. Interesting to me. that It's almost oddly appropriate for, for Deadpool. Is I feel like it's in the spirit of the character. We're not going to make them a new game for the release of the movie. We're just going to release the old one. <laughs> oh, there better be like little snippets of like, look, HD graphics. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. There, there, there absolutely should be. Little known um, fact, Nolan North does the voice of Deadpool in that game. Yes. Drake. Nice. Yes, and he yeah. talks to himself in that game. Yeah, yeah. Neat. He calls uh, himself. Does not. Su- Deadpool no, calls Nolan, Nolan North, North and has a conversation. That's awesome. That is pretty <laughs> awesome. Uh, let's sing in 2016 on the Wii and the PS4. Let's not. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> Sword Art Online, last song on the PS4 and the Vita. Uh, the Crew Wild Run Edition on the PS4 and the Xbox One. Moco Moco Friends on the 3DS. Dream Owls. It's like Dream ALS, D-R-E-A-M-L-S, Dream Owls. Sure. On the PS4. Uh, yay! Game of Thrones Episode 6, The Ice Dragon, uh, concluding that Telltale series is uh, uh, coming out on the PS3, the PS4, the PC, the Xbox 360, and the Xbox One, although I'm going to assume that the Xbox releases are coming out actually on Wednesday, because that's their that's their uh, their, their usual uh, release date for those. And then uh, HTR Plus, High Tech Racing on the Vita. Uh, Thursday, November 19th, Assassin's Creed Syndicate is making it over to the PC. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Friday, November 20th, Mario Tennis Ultra Smash on the Wii U and Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon on the 3DS. And uh, pretty much uh, that's uh, pretty much ends our, our, our fall release schedule here. Um, the only real remaining uh, titles that people might be looking forward to um, are uh, next week on the 24th, Earth Defense 2, Invaders from Planet Space, on the Vita, Dynasty Warriors, Eight Empires on the Vita, Tesselgrad on the Vita, and EU Senkei, The World Conquest on the PS3. So never mind. Nobody's looking forward to any of those. Pretty much. I take so it back. Um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, are you guys, uh, what are you guys looking forward to on this particular list? Uh, Battlefront. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's my high point, you know. I know that's no surprise for most people, but you you know, that's that's the standout to me. I'm sure I'm sure you guys are probably pretty thrilled for for Game of Thrones, you know. For the I am. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm uh, looking forward to that uh, that story coming to its end. Um uh, I'm looking forward to Telltale not beating my wallet to death <laughs> in a month. Yeah. <laughs> so then so yeah, then the only game they'll have out is Minecraft then, right? That's, that's it. That'll be their only active title. That yeah, that um, we know of. And then I'm assuming um, I'm assuming that probably Walking Dead season three will uh, will be announced at some point. Maybe just because oh, yeah. it's it's coming it's coming about time based on their history for that. Give us a second season of Wolf Among Us. Come on now. Do you think that might happen? I fucking it's hope so. A possibility. So. I mean, what, was it left? Was it left uh, on the scale of open ended to cliffhanger ending? Uh, you know, like like they buttoned it up or like they left it open for like more like where, open where enough. Open, uh, open. It's enough. a solid five. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In the, go right either in the way. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. Um, so yeah, um, John, what'd you play this last week? This last week, um, I I played more uh, Legend of Zelda: Triforce Heroes. I'm I'm like seventy five percent of the way done with it. It's um, I'm getting to a point where I'm ready to kind of talk about it a little bit more. Um, yeah. 
it, I'll be finished with it by next week, but we're we're gonna have kind of a strange show next week. I may save it for when you come back so we can talk about it. Um, it's an odd game. It's it's a uh, polarizing game, but it's not a bad game. It just depends on what you're looking for in a game, and I'll I'll break that down more. Um, I played some more Transformers Devastation. The game is just stranger and stranger. I'm a little more than halfway done with that. There was a, a section of this game where it suddenly switched to a top-down camera. Think the very, very first Grand Theft Auto. For just one little segment that they wanted me to do, where I'm driving around like top-down Grand Theft Auto, original Grand Theft Auto. That's Now, to be clear, that's pre-3D Grand Theft Auto. We're talking about original PlayStation one Grand Theft Auto. But the thing was is the entire segment could have been done entirely in the standard camera format and it probably would have been fine. And then there's a thing where you're driving across a bridge and you're doing a boss fight on a bridge from like a side angle, almost like a like a side scrolling racer where you're moving <laughs> around and avoiding objects. It was really strange. Like they did these really weird things of this game. It's hard to explain to you if you haven't played it, but it's um it was entertaining. I'm still enjoying it even though it's just feels like an old game with new skin on it. It's really weird. Um, I played uh, more Halo 5 with Ryan, more campaign on Legendary, more punishing. Ouch, because that it's really hard, and the AI is really stupid on your team. Um, a little more multiplayer in Halo. I still hate it. <laughs> uh, I'm trying. I'm really trying. I'm, I'm really trying to pay my dues. To... So, it, now, it seems like... I haven't had a chance to pay that much attention, but it seems like opinions are, um, there's not a consensus. It seems like some people really like it. Now, those may be the people who liked whatever you shoveled into their mouths. It's definitely divisive. Yeah. For sure. Like, more divisive than any other Halo before it, because most of the time, Halo kind of plays like Halo Online. Yeah. You know, a couple of bad map designs here or there, but the, the core mechanics still, this is different. It feels different, and not in a good way. And I love change in games. Not, this is just not balanced. It's okay. kind of crap. Uh, it's kind of boring online, too. It's just not that interesting. Hmm. Um, working on that. We'll be done with that soon. More than halfway done with the campaign. It's an interesting enough story so far. Um, I'm enjoying it. Um, and then uh, I borrowed uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider from Charlie and started playing that. We're going to be talking about that kind of coming up during our feature as a two-part game sort of coverage thing coming up. So I won't say much about it, but I will say this. Last week, I joked around about Charlie having it for a couple months, and then, like, hey, Charlie, what'd you do? I shot a bear. <laughs> Fucking hell of it. Not in, like, 40 minutes into the game, one of the first things you kill, I shot a bear. <laughs> I And I, okay. it's charging me, this bear charges me, and Megan's on the couch going, that thing's got murder in its eyes. And I was just like, ah, ah, I'm running backwards, and I've got a bow and arrow, and I shoot the bow and arrow, and I shoot it dead. And then immediately the episode triggers in my mind, and I look at Megan, bewildered, as if she should know, because she didn't listen to the episode, and I went, I shot a bear. <laughs> and she's like, you seem very pleased with that. Is this the first time you ever killed an animal in a video game? I was like, no, not that. It was on the show. I shot a bear. I said something to Charlie, and it doesn't matter, but I got to talk about it on the show. So um, I shot a bear. Um, that, but that's it for me. Well, I'll talk more about Rise of the Tomb Raider coming up on you. Okay. Go, what'd you play? Uh, I have the other half of the feature. Uh, I played Fallout 4. End of list. <laughs> now, <laughs> listeners of previous episodes may be surprised by this revelation. Um, I'm on that list too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because, Go, you had no interest in Fallout 4. Like, you had, you had negative interest in Fallout 4. Yeah. And, um, and something seems to have changed. Yeah, I tried it. 
<laughs> okay. Boy, okay. you're an easy date. <laughs> well, no, no, no. And the listeners know, I, we've gone down this road many a time with me. I'm like, fuck that, Gabe. No way. <laughs> but I also will give it a, everything a fair try. Like, if okay. I hate something, I hate something. And you know this. You've been on this show long enough to where, like, Bioshock Infinite somehow creeped into my, like, top games list and i if the no listeners interest. if the listeners wouldn't have told me to play it i would have never played it but i was like all right fine let's do this and it was great you guys were right and yeah. then charlie and 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 Zidane adrian and a couple of my friends have have went down the completion lit road of fallout <laughs> 3 and i missed the bus i got my console late like i said and i was like eh, it's over like, i don't care to be fair there is that like thing that can happen where if you don't get on the bus inside of if you're not in the hype a window, window. Yeah. it's not even just the hype window. It's the games and what they can do have moved on just enough that this feels dated and is not as interesting yeah. as something else I could play. And I've gone back and played Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas, and they're still great games that hold up really well for their age, but they don't hold up to modern games, not by any stretch. Yeah. You know, People remember them fondly, but when you go back, you're, you, the fondness of your memories do not age, but the games do, yeah. you know? Yeah, I think my big thing though is like the hype window closes, and I'm like, you know, I'm not a big guy to look in the window and go, "Oh, what are you, what are you guys doing?" Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like to be with the party. Right, right. So, 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 what do you think? I, I, I understand why it takes people a year and a half to finish these fucking games. <laughs> I am five hours into this juggernaut of a, we'll call it a game, but okay. it's like a life style. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I've completed two missions. Okay. Sh- he shot a bear. No. <laughs> No, I've not shot a bear. Um, I I profusely screamed at my television in very violent language at the slowest walking settlers on the planet. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Cannot wait to hear more about your furious settler yes. rage during the future. But I, I, I will I will keep all that bottled up oh, for sure. the second. Half. He's bottling <laughs> up his rage. That's very healthy, goat. But I get it. I get the hype. I get okay. it. Okay. So. What'd you play, Charlie? Uh, I played the um, the sequel to uh, to, um, to uh, everyone's favorite creative program, Mario Paint. Uh, now it's just called Photoshop. Um, mm-hmm. That's uh, I'm pretty sure I made this joke once before, but I don't care. I'm making it again. Um, yeah, no, I uh, I didn't I didn't play anything. I, oh, uh, so so there there's uh, there's me joking about playing Photoshop, and then I played. Um, Let's get video games in the mail and not play them. And so that was the other oh, two things. Yeah. Um, Did you get for that? Uh, unfortunately, no. Um, <laughs> Uh, I suppose I could hang my UPS receipts on the wall somewhere, but I'm not going to do that. Um, yeah, so um, so Tomb Raider, which I mentioned he's borrowing, and then um, uh, Fallout 4, which uh, I did not get my copy in time, so uh, Goat has been playing a uh, rental store copy. He will turn over to borrowing my copy, but I'm bringing this up because um, my package of Fallout 4 had something uh, a little bit different about it and just really, really, really strikes home with uh, last week's episode in a way that I just did not intend um, or want, or care for, or just anything. Um, the greatest coincidence in history. Yeah, So, if or is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. It was. So, so Best Buy um, put put up a pre order of um, a special edition uh, box uh, that you could get of a uh, Fallout uh, Fallout Four um, that came with the season pass and a um, a pair of free Pip uh, Vault Boy socks because <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> I'm telling no, you, it any, does. I, no, it does. Well, I've been playing well, the game. So if you were listening to last week's episode, <laughs> A, right now you're probably laughing, and B, you're saying, <laughs> no, that does make sense. Um, because, well, I won't, I won't get into it just because I'm still disturbed by it, but uh, go back and listen to last week's show a little bit. But um, 
I suppose just generally speaking, there's um there's a there, there's there's a a thing that I learned about that some gamers do um when they're during ex- extended play sessions. That thing has a name, Charlie. Oh, you're gonna make me say it, aren't you? <laughs> say it, Charlie. Look me in the eye and say it. I, I, um... <laughs> <laughs> so there's a thing called poop socking, <laughs> <laughs> which um is apparently some. It's like I understand, like, the, the, like just the the rule of averages says that at some point everything is going to happen. Oh, but yes. I don't understand how this particular thing happened <laughs> enough for it to be given a title. Yeah, it's a thing. But it's uh, yeah, so, so yeah. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, or if you just want to laugh at me talking about this, um, there there's a thing where would, people during extended play sessions, uh, if they need to uh, relieve themselves, uh, do number two, as you might say, they 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 just use the closest sock. That's yeah. available it, it, because pressing pause is too hard. Typically, typically associated with MMO players who will sit there probably and in like, the middle of a raid you know, and can't walk. Yeah, away from yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. sit there for hours and you know, Yikes. poop in the sock. I mean, <laughs> there are diapers for this kind of thing if you really absolutely <laughs> it's not much to. better. I love that everything came to a complete circle for the fact that you've got the longest game out now. Yeah, with socks. Look, I'm telling and you, the somebody week after Bethesda poop knew what they were doing. Episode. Somebody knew what they were doing. I uh, and I'm just so upset by this because <laughs> I was um, looking on that package and I was hoping it said something like super absorbent. Oh, you know, to be fair too, Charlie got these socks after the episode yeah. aired. After yes. we put yes. it out last <laughs> week, they they came like the day after. Uh, we yeah. put it out. So, so our, our, as you guys know, our episodes typically release Tuesday morning, which is also video game release day. Um, for whatever reason. Best Buy has been very good about getting me uh, games that I pre-ordered, about having them arrive in, in my in my grubby little mitts on release day. Very good at that. For whatever reason, this particular one was delayed a day. Don't know why. Um, got the strategy guide day of. Uh, first strategy guide I bought in a very long time, but it's Fallout. It seemed like a good idea at the time. And uh, But uh, the actual game package didn't come until the next day. And so the episode aired Tuesday. And then I get a Wednesday and still completely oblivious to the coincidence that was that I was holding in my hands posted on my social media. I've never been so excited to get a pair of socks in the mail, like with with a picture of the game and everything. And then immediately, of course, everybody was like, so poop sock, huh? And I'm just like, oh, son of a (laughs) Yeah. And I come over here to pick up his copy of Rise of the Tomb Raider a couple days later. And he's like all that joy and excitement to show everybody his socks is just ruined. He's like. Well, I got, I got these, you know, and then everybody literally shit all over them, <laughs> you know, and he shows them to me. He's like, they're ruined now. And I was like, Charlie, the best part about these socks is there's no actual poop in them and there doesn't have to be. You can still wear them on your feet. But I just can't help but feel like now that was the intent and I'm misusing them by actually putting them on my feet. Well, uh, yeah, they, you know, you do I mean, realize they were a day late because they had to launder them. Look, if you really you want to simulate the purpose and use of the socks, just put some warm oatmeal in there. Put the socks on your feet and, and feel the warmth squish between your toes. Oh, a jog! I wasn't even going to go that far. Let's move on from uh, fecal footwear, please. And now that you know what we've been doing in the last week in video games, let's see what the industry has been doing in the last week in video games. I need a shower. I doubt, I doubt they've been pooping in their socks. <laughs> So, so real quick before we get into the stories this week, um, so the new Xbox experience is out. Um, what do you guys think about it? Goat, I, I feel like Goat could probably Did you just call it an experience. Yeah. That's what they call it, the new yeah, Xbox, the Xbox experience. Yeah, I guess it's, it's, I'm it's sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. It's the new Xbox One experience. 
So it's not even a dashboard anymore. I mean, it is. That's just, just, just what do you think of it? It's fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> really? You don't like it? That, no. You like it that little, I should say. Everything, it was fucked up before. And what they did now was went the wrong direction and fucked it up even more. Oh, I didn't mind it that much. I feel like, like all I can hear in my head from Wayne's World is that, that scene where Garth smashes that like motorized hand with a hammer and looks at Benjamin and goes, we fear change. <laughs> That's, I just see that when you say it. I don't what what is it you hate about it so much? Everything. Like it's just they 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 like granted they have like the worst idea ever and they've just kind of been snowballing it into gradually worse and worse ideas. And this was a great stab in the dark like the last one, but it, it it's it's still convoluted as fuck. Everything's buried and now you've moved everything I just found two days ago to some other distant they land. Put most <laughs> everything you need in a menu off to the left where it's easily accessible and more organized and easier to get to than it used to be. Says you. Uh I get a potato <laughs> potato, I guess. So what you're saying is you hate it because it sped everything up? Including the load times for the games, and uh, there's no stuttering between windows when you do things I don't anymore. Notice no, any of it? I've noticed it. no notice speed increase. I've noticed nothing. I've, all I've noticed is like the window for what you're doing now is the size of my television, and everything now is like down and in three times the size. I I mean I like the the slight sense of like verticality they added because mm-hmm. you can still move horizontally, and most of what you s- still saw was there. It it just they made everything. Like they made it less clunky. Everything's a lot less clunky, and they're approximately in the same. Like if you're on like the home tab, it's all still there. It's just that you don't go left to find your pins. You just go down. It's the same direction of movement. You just go down instead of left. You know, everything is still kind of where it was. They just put a sense of verticality. And I mean, I scrubbed through this fucking thing. I went into game hubs to check those out. I went into what achievements look like. I went into friends. I went into their captures. I went into my capture. I mean, I went into anything I could find every little window in there. I could go. And I mean, there's a couple of stupid things in there, you know, but it's for, for me, at least it's certainly better than it was. I think it's better than it was. I'm on the same page as you, John. There, 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 there's a couple things that um, I think are a little harder to do, like especially like the snapping of the apps for me, like that the, the process of snapping apps in. Um, just um, I can't. It's been like three weeks since I played video games, so I can't comment on it like that directly just because <laughs> I don't remember. God damn it! But um, no, you're right about that though. <laughs> it's it's not. I still feel like there's a better way to do it. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like I feel like this is a two steps forward, one step back solution. There are there are a lot of things that are better, but I do think. I, I do think a couple of things that Goat doesn't like about it, I think, are probably some of the things I don't like about it. There's a couple of things that are worse. Overall, I do think it's better, but um, again, I don't think they're there yet. It is superior for the social aspect, for partying. Like, I partied up yeah. and played Halo with Ryan last night. It was way easier to find a party. Mm-hmm. It was way easier to uh, to connect everything, you know, and, and it was it was much better. I do find my connect is a little more sensitive, though. Like, it's not... Hmm. I feel like maybe they made some adjustments or changes there because it's starting to listen when I barely say anything sometimes. Like, shit, it's just now, feels more sensitive. Remember, if you've made any changes in the layout of your room, like where the Xbox is, or where the Kinect mm-hmm. is, you want to recalibrate it. Yeah. None. I've made none. Okay. Maybe recalibrate it anyways. Maybe, some, yeah. maybe, maybe, some, maybe something's floated That's off. That's the only thing I, I notice. You okay. know, I did, have either of you played with the emulator on there? With the uh, no, actually, come to think of it, I haven't. Um, I haven't played any 360 games on there yet. Oop. I don't think. No, I, I couldn't find it. 
I uh, you don't. Well, you've no played fighting. a little bit via Rare Replay. Yeah, but that's yeah. before. That's well, no, official I'm BC. About, like, the hardware emulation that's on now on the Xbox One, it's live. It's it came with the UI update, so you can take of the 100 emulation Four. games, you can or 100 just over 100, I guess. Then you can take the disc and stick it in, or like if you got games with gold titles mm-hmm. that are on that list, there you. I searched for Gears of War Judgment and installed it just like you would a normal game mm-hmm. from your Xbox One from the store. Launched it, played it, looks great. No upscaling or anything, obviously, right. but. Yep. It does what it's supposed to do. Does not bring save files over, you know, because uh, you know that stuff was on a hard drive and not cloud saved. But other than that, it was the only beef I had with it. It worked great. Well, no. So actually, um, there's a co- like about a month ago. I remember. I remember that uh, that uh, uh, Major Nelson announced that. Um, so with the 360, they did have that cloud save uh, near the end. Near well, well yes. Yeah, so they added it to the 360 like a couple of years ago. But then just like a month ago, they upped the amount of storage that they gave you by quite a bit. And I believe at the time it was only like it was it was something small. It was like 500 megs or maybe very very small amount. No, it was 500. Yeah, and then they just recently upped it to like eight gigs or like four gigs or like you know quite a bit more. And um, my understanding was that the reason why they did that is for people so that they could cloud save their games and then bring them over to play on the Xbox One. That was my understanding. I have a a Gears of War Judgment um, cloud save on my 360. Mm. Maybe they're just working on it, or it's—I don't mm. know what the case is, but okay. it did not port over. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, um, yeah, and then so it's just a quick pro tip for you guys in case you haven't found this yet. If you go into the games and apps section of the Xbox One, and then on the games tab, you know, as you're scrolling through all your available games, keep going all the way to the end to the right, and there's a section called Ready to Install, which is everything that you've bought on the Xbox One. Um, any 360 content that you own that is backwards compatible will be in that list as well. Yep. And it'll just show up all there. Everything that you've owned that you can install to the Xbox One now, both 360 and Xbox One will be in that that potentially giant list now that so, yeah. by itself is enough of a reason to own an xbox one now if yep. you had a 360 and a robust library i don't see why you wouldn't but um it's a step in the right direction i think um it, more improvements need to be made and i'm sure they're going to, i think once cortana is in there mm, mm-hmm. because i think a lot of this this interface is is structured around cortana because you doing things with her is so much easier than 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 the voice commands they currently have in there mm-hmm. You know, I'm Go. so glad I don't have a connect. <laughs> I can't stand that broad on my computer, let alone. No, no. <laughs> I like Cortana. Actually, I like Cortana better than most of the other things I like in Halo. She's not a nice person. She doesn't like how I talk to her. I don't like how she talks to me. We've well, not had a good relationship. I, I would love to know what you're saying to her. <laughs> do the fucking thing. <laughs> I think can't what imagine she's looking why. for is do the fucking thing, please. <laughs> Can't imagine why she would have an issue with that. But, yes, uh, yes, clearly. So, so uh, let us know what you guys think about the new Xbox One dashboard update. Um, and um, experience, yeah, so. experience. <laughs> you can't use the word I can't use. <laughs> Go, you're very close to a window. I could use that. <laughs> uh, so, John, what do we have for stories this week? Well, this week we've got a robust selection of information <laughs> to titillate your ears. <laughs> I just wanted to say titillate. I appreciate that. Mm. Getting things moving at number five this week. Take-Two CEO has said, our strategy has been a limited number of the highest quality releases possible. Take-Two CEO Strauss Zelnick, what a, what a manly name that is, <laughs> has said that the company's main focus has been to release only a handful of high-profile games each year, but that the aim has been to achieve the highest quality possible across these releases. 
He's quoted as saying, Our strategy ever since we took over the company has been a limited number of highest quality releases, even if that means we need to postpone putting something out, even though we don't like to, in order to achieve high quality. Every time we do that, we're, we're gratified by the results. We need to be there for the consumer. We need to meet the consumer's interests, said Zelnick. World of Warcraft shows that there are certain titles with a persistent world that can generate engagement and therefore revenue for long periods of time, but that's a very different model to our model. We aren't blessed by having that IP here, and we are still operating based on building very significant high-quality title releases uh, and then continuing to engage with titles after releases. I wouldn't rule out a change in that business model over time. Lord knows our business model around here has changed materially in the last five years. We have to be where the consumer is right now, but right now still making new iterations of existing franchises and creating new IPs will continue to be our model for some time to come. Um, I found this article to be really interesting because you don't hear... <clears throat> that used to be the strategy, you know, for, for, for all you youngsters that might be listening at home. Ten years ago, everybody would put out a game every, you know, two, three years, sometimes four years. Quality over Quality quantity. Quality over quantity. And, and it was good. And everybody was happy. Uh, and you don't see that as much anymore. It was strange to me that this is a featured article in the age we're living in because that is no longer the norm. It's not a common thing anymore. Everybody's worried about getting quantity out the door, and then they worry about quality after they ship a broken whatever. You know, And that's widely become the accepted business model, which is it makes my heart sad a little bit. You know? Yep. I think the new business model we can sum up real well. They 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 are worried about getting a uh, quantity out to the masses, and a quality day one patch to go with it. There you go. That's actually pretty true. <laughs> you know what the, the odd thing is? Is like when you do see the rare game like Metal Gear Solid Five come out that's finished and not as buggy as it should be for the scope of it, and like they took years to develop it and they did it on the old model. Everyone's like. Well done. Why isn't everybody else doing that? It makes me laugh because that's what everybody did. Huh? And then they went this other direction. And now when you do put out a finished game and it's awesome, everyone gets all excited and throws a little ticker tape parade for you and goes, you did it. And we're like, you idiots, you could do it too. <laughs> <laughs> it boggles my mind. Nintendo does it all the time. Yeah. They put out finished quality fucking titles yeah. Bethesda, constantly. Bethesda's always done it. Yeah. I mean, there's always been this weird argument with the Bethesda games that they're they're buggy, but it's entertaining when they're buggy. It's usually not game breaking. Usually, well, that and you. My 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 argument to that is a Bethesda game is a year of your life. Yeah, yeah. There's gonna be some situations they overlook and all that content. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I I included this story because I I kind of felt like I, I wanted to maybe remind people that things were not always the way they are. They were this way. And I'm not a, you know me, I'm not a, as Goat likes to say, glory days guy. Get off my lawn, glory days guy. <laughs> but you're shaking your cane today. Uh, but I am shaking my cane today <laughs> with this particular article. And I, I feel like maybe you gents kind of agree with me, at least in yeah. this in this oh, regard. Yeah. It but was better when they were finished. I'd rather get my $60 worth every couple of years than get my $60 worth eventually during the year. Yeah, during the course of the year. Look, I mean, Take-Two is no slouch. It's not like they don't have a hell of a pedigree to begin with, but um, it was nice to see somebody championing that cause. Nobody really does that anymore, you know, now, or so few anyways. Just out of curiosity, the um, I, the, 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 the corporate structure of Take-Two, I'm a little fuzzy on. So they are. I know they publish games for Rockstar and 2K and, and other companies. So are they talking about those pr- titles, or are they talking about only their own first-party stuff? What, what, what are they... Whatever, what are they whatever, to? whatever has Take Two's brand on it. 
like so including like grand theft auto 5 yeah okay okay i mean think about that how long are those games are usually in development for five or six years before they see release that's true yeah and so that that's why i was kind of looking at this list of um of uh of off of take two games games.com i just wanted to kind of remind myself what they're responsible for and just to see if what they're putting out matches what they're they're what they're saying they're trying to do now remember they did have they did have a a corporate changeover that's part of what they're talking about is they reorganize a lot of things where some key people were switched in and out. And so they're talking about that while the company always tried to have this standard, they are trying to even further adopt the standard and move it forward. Well, we're talking about... Um, I, I'm just lost. If you, And it's probably just me and my idiot brain, but if you restructured Take 2, shouldn't they have become Take 3? <laughs> uh, that's another dad joke. Let's put that one on the pile of bodies. Jesus, go. Um, but in regard, yeah, I, I got to get away from that. Moving moving as quickly away from that as possible. Yeah. So so take uh, so so take two games. Um, just to kind of remind you guys, are, are predominantly responsible for um, uh, like the, so. There's all the Rockstar properties, so all the Grand Theft Auto stuff, Alien Noir, Red Dead Redemption, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the Borderlands stuff via 2K, uh, Bioshock Infinite um, through uh, through 2K. Um, the the newer XCOM entries again via 2K. Good games um, as well. Yeah, so I mean like mo- uh, Civilization Five and um, and you know the rest of the Civ series, um, Spec Ops: The Line. A lot of these you know via 2K, which are are, are all very highly rated. By the way, stuff. Uh, total tangent. Goat, you've got who farted face? What? what no, happened? it's 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 just funny <laughs> that like they're saying like oh we're gonna keep this re- thing going and then this is our thing. Yeah. Every game Charlie just listed is ridiculously long and takes four to five years to even make. <laughs> like, they're not changing anything. They're just like, oh, yeah, yeah we're, we're still but doing I mean, this. But look at how many open world games came out this year. And I mean, some of them, I mean, Witcher was in development for a long time. But yeah. a lot of open world games, you know, they can crank them out. If they can crank an Assassin's Creed game out in a year, yeah. it can be done. Yeah, but I'm just saying, they're, 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 he's you know? pulling the, like the... The, the PR mat off of them where they're like, oh, we're going to change the world. No, you're not. You're doing the same thing you've been doing the entire time. Yeah. You're just but, that's, but that's good because that's, that's that works. Yeah. Because um, with, with the notable exception of Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> um, which which yeah. changed hands. That, that took a while which, to develop. That and, changed like eight hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and um, also their website still lists Agent coming soon to the PS3. Um, no, it's not. Um, but... Uh, I, I was going to go off on a tangent a second ago. I don't want to interrupt you. You mentioned Spec Ops The Line. Did mm-hmm. either of you play that game? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you play it? No. Did you finish it? No. About, I'm about halfway through. Oh, my God. No. You've got, <laughs> you're never going to finish it, but you need to finish that game. <laughs> I So I've been told. Ryan begged me to finish it. Ryan on was just like, please finish it. Not lying with you. I wouldn't lie to you. I know you think that it's, it just seems like a standard, boring, third-person shooter. Just fucking just shut up and finish it. And I, like, dragged my feet. It took me forever, and I played through it, and it melted my brain. It was a, it was a mind fuck. That game's a mind fuck. It, Anyways, I need, I need to play it. It was, a, it was a free um game with gold at yeah. some point, and so that's or, or or I'm sorry, it was either a free game of gold or it was on sale for like two bucks. It was like like super cheap. One yeah, of the yeah, two. It was the second one. Okay, um, yeah, it's good. But uh, I recommend it. Yeah, but anyways, yeah. So so I, you know the. You know whether or not they're just reiterating their plan, or this has been their plan all along. I don't care because it's working, guys. Keep it up. Yeah, everything you just mentioned, I'd play all over again. Yep. And also, um, everybody else, you know, maybe not everybody else for the sake of variety, but but a lot of you guys just go back to. I'll wait for two or three years for a game if it means it's going to be mind fucking blowing. Well, I'll do yep. that. I'll do that. Anyways, moving on to number four this week. Hyrule Warriors Legends for 3DS will include a new female Link called Linkle. <laughs> oh, come on! You hadn't heard this. No, I, 
please. No, I haven't heard anything. I don't know any of these stories that you're. You, that you're uh, this is. Tonight. I love Charlie's genuine reaction. Yes, um, she's going to be called Linkle. So, Nintendo 3DS version of Hyrule Warriors will feature an all-new Nintendo character, Linkle, a female version of Link that will wield a pair of crossbows. Nintendo unveiled the original character during its Nintendo Direct presentation this week. Uh, Nintendo described Linkle as a girl who lives in a small village filled with cuckoos, the Zelda equivalent of a chicken, and dual wields a pair of crossbows. She's got a powerful spin kick move and is described as energetic. Um, so apparently she first appeared in some concept art for Hyrule Warriors art book released last year. Um, you know, and then they're putting a few other skins in. To be, to be fair, she's, you know, she's not really been in the lore before. Um, they're just putting her in as a download cover, which is kind of neat. And a lot of people are really excited about this because th- there's this anticipation that maybe there will be a, a bending of genders in, in games that we already know, like what other characters you might see. Also. Um, I will say this. While I have no problem with them putting a, a, a gender-bent version of Link out for download and play, I think it's neat, and I think it, it will make some people feel very happy, and it will make some people feel very indifferent Linkle is a terrible fucking name. It's a horrible name. And I'm looking awful. at uh, I'm looking at some of the some of the mm-hmm. concept art that I found here. Yeah. yeah, it's it's decent. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. It's it's what I would imagine a female Link looking like. Yeah, they could have just made a female version of Link and called her Link, because that's a fairly androgynous name. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know why they just didn't do that. Linkle. I mean, yeah. I guess unless they unless they ever plan on having them be on screen at the same time, then you wouldn't want to have the same name. Um, I, I have the answer for that. And it's mm. one word. Uh huh. Nintendo. Ah, uh, fair. It did crack open. It did crack open a little bit of a fire and brimstone. You know, as these things tend to do when you get into gender anything, it did kind of bust open a little bit of a can of worms where mm-hmm. people were like, "Why the fuck did they gender bend Link? Why didn't they gender bend Zelda and make a male Zelda?" Because Zinkle sounds stupider. <laughs> <laughs> Zinkle. <laughs> Oh, God, that's terrible. <laughs> Worse than Linkle, for sure. Um, no, I mean, what do you guys think of this? Do you think it's cool? Do you think it's dopey? Do you think it's good? think it's bad? Um, do you just not care? I'm on that bus. Goat just doesn't give a shit. The only thing that's going to be awkward now is if if there's an incident where Linkle is interacting with Tingle, it'll be Linkle taking a Tingle. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> you, were, you just, uh, no pun intended, but you just pissed all over my Tingle joke. <laughs> I was going to say, I just want to be at the, the conventions with my 3DS playing mm-hmm. Hyrule Warriors and telling my, just waiting for the opportunity where I have to go and look at my friends and say, be right back. Going to take a tinkle with Linkle and <sighs> go to the bathroom and play while I'm taking a piss. Jokes, yours was better though. So um, I'm, I, I, have, I have no words for the last two minutes of my life. Um, so, uh, no, I'm all for it. Um, I, think, I think stuff like this, because of what you mentioned about, about the people who are... People, you know, the 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 unfortunate um, uh, grouping of people. Where anytime you have anything gender related like this, everything related to well, Gamergate. I mean, like anything like that, um, and anything that's remotely related towards consideration being shown towards the female gender in video gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just going to be a matter of that the the people who are having such a hard time with this. We just it just need, it's going to need to happen so much that they just become that um, becomes a part of things. Yeah, 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 it, yeah. Well, it, well, yeah, yes. It, it needs to it needs to happen more and more and more, and so that the people who are upset about it now can it, they have, they can realize they have nothing to be upset about anymore because now it's just common practice. Sure. Just get get over it, like. 
seriously, if you're pissed off that there's a different gender in your video game, yet you, you need to do something else. Breathing exercises. <laughs> collect pogs if you want to stay in the 90s. Who collects pogs? <laughs> I think that's his point. Exactly. Um, I, I, I agree with you. The um, the issue, though, is that unfortunately people are not that simple. And mm-hmm. um, the uh, I, I wish they were that simple. No, no, I, I think you get it backwards because the simpletons are the ones who are like, ew, girls. And the complex people, <laughs> ew, are, girls. And the complex people are like, yeah. No, and. ew, you. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, however however you slice it, um, uh, I think, I think, uh, I think, well, I mean, this is a whole this is, this, same, this is, this is a whole yeah. other show. But, we're talking uh, about the same jackasses who were pissed off about the female Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not thrilled about the female Ghostbusters, but not because they're women, but because I don't like most of the cast, save for Kristen Wiig. That's it. I just don't. Yeah. I don't like them for Ghostbusters. That's all. Kristen Wiig's okay. I'm curious to see what she does, but the rest of them I could take or leave. Yeah, I just yeah. uh, if you don't like it. Don't buy it. That's it. That's really what that's it boils down to. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, you no vote one, with your no wallet. One, no one is you forcing know? you to be like, oh, I'm full Linkle, which I'm sorry and if you to like say that. It, good. You know, and great. if you're all, all Linkled out, good for you. No, no one yeah. cares. You know, look, it's not hurting anything. It's certainly not trying to offend you. And by you, yeah. I mean whoever's pissed off about what, it. Whatever. And yeah. if you're pissed off about it, really, you're, you've you know what? got too much free time on your Go hands. Go buy your gold and purple dress. Pick up your red Starbucks cup on the way. <laughs> And go the fuck away. <laughs> My God. <laughs> you just put things into perspective. Uh, and anyways, you know, uh, good for them. I'm curious to see if this is going to start a trend, you know. Change the name, we'll Nintendo. That's all I ask. Yeah. yeah, name's bad. Name's real yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah. Zinc. I will accept Zinc at this point over anything close to Linkle. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <that. laughs> Coming in at a very mm, fascinating number three this week. Pornhub reports traffic drop on Fallout 4 launch day. (laughs) Fallout 4 was easily one of the most anticipated releases of 2015, if not of the last few years. Sales and player uh, player numbers rolling out over the following week have already confirmed that reality, with Bethesda reporting over 12 million copies shipped between all three platforms and more than 400,000 people playing concurrently on Steam, breaking the record previously set by Grand Theft Auto V. One impressive metric of success has come from an unexpected source, popular adult content website Pornhub. According to data shared with VentureBeat, uh, traffic <laughs> traffic dropped to a 10% than lower normal starting around 5 a.m. on launch day, November 10th, and remained below average until 3 p.m. when Pornhub's traffic throbbed back to normal, oh, healthy levels, really and stayed that way for an impressive three hours. <laughs> Until 6 p.m. Traffic shot up again at 11 p.m., presumably as gamers sought relief after a hard first day in the wasteland. <laughs> Correlation is not the same as causation, of course, but Pornhub's own analysts attributed the drop to Fallout 4. And they should know uh, the normal range of traffic better than anyone else. They actually provided, Pornhub actually created a graphic that shows some of their metrics during the, the period of time. They're flat out saying this was Fallout 4's fault. The, the, the folks at Pornhub, they were quoted as saying, we can't say we're too surprised with what's happening to our traffic during peak gaming hours, Pornhub VP Corey Price told Game Beast, um, or excuse me, Games Beat. Uh, based on the data, it looks like a huge surge of people decided to indulge in some wasteland wandering by taking the day off work and school to play while the rest of the world had to wade through what we assume were the longest hours of work ever in anticipation of some alone time with their consoles. 
Pornhub is among the top 100 most popular websites on the internet, according to Amazon-owned analytics firm Alexa Internet. So a 10% drop is nothing to sneeze at. Pornhub, for its part, doesn't seem to have uh, any hard feelings about the loss, saying, As huge fans of the game, we can't say we blame anyone for swapping Pornhub time for some Pip-Boy surfing instead. But, uh, said Price, we would have done the same. Priorities, man. So first of all, um, I'm... Going on record is saying that um, I'm still waiting for that alone time with my console, so um, the rest of you have nothing to complain about. That's true. Uh, <laughs> That's true. And um, and also uh, some of the, uh, the the uh, the the adjectives used in that uh, particular article, I believe, were very uh, intentional, and uh, I, I I appreciate it. Yeah, no, it was great. <laughs> I think they were baity, if you will. Yeah. Oh, come on, goat. Yeah. Speaking of that. So I was I followed up on Uh-oh. a couple a couple articles on this right, and there, there was a big spike. They said like at two different times, mm-hmm. and their they their guess was that people were back on Pornhub waiting for the game to install. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I believe it. I believe it. Totally believe it. Um, it's not every day that you see a game topple porn giants. It's not much that topples porn on the internet. No, but Fallout is uh, apparently a juggernaut. Good job, Bethesda. You've done the impossible. Near impossible. That's true. Almost almost crashed the internet. We're wow. all we're all dumbfounded. <laughs> like there's what how do you follow that up? What else do you say? Um, Other than moving wait, on to well, number two. Well, I mean, we, we could we could we could speak to our own personal experiences. Um, I can say, have have uh, have you gentlemen ever um, found that your um, adult internet surfing activities have been affected by uh, by game releases? <sighs> you know. <laughs> Realistically, you know, I'm not I, expecting I, I'm, a serious I'm answer be, here. I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and say that there have been instances where I've somehow managed to play games while furiously masturbating at the same time. Uh, Jack Dar- of all Dar- trades, uh, beach volleyball, right? I, no, no, <laughs> much better taste than that, Charlie. Come on, now, man. I, I feel the game of choice should be double dribble. Oh, no. oh, bad taste, man. Poor taste. <laughs> Never claimed to have any taste. <laughs> Neither have we. Um, Goat, what about you? I have a vigorous schedule. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I will not be swayed by anything. It happens at 3, 5, and 7, a.m. or p.m. <laughs> You're here often at 7 p.m. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> moving on, moving on, <laughs> quickly. <laughs> All right, moving on wait, to number wait, two. Wait, before we move on, oh, God. one more thing. <laughs> Does this mean that Fallout's re- uh, responsible for double the sock use? <laughs> Moving on! Moving on! Number two! God, number two! Oh, <laughs> that's a fucking joke in itself. Not not number two. Well, they, Show, uh, it's, uh, that's fucking, why they give you two socks, Charlie. They do come in pairs for a reason, I guess. It's, yeah. been, it's been a while since he old dick train derailed the show. Here we go. <laughs> I'm going to go on to the second <laughs> news story for Definitely the week. Definitely not number two. That's right. Microsoft issues $100,000 and two HoloLens kits to five different schools nationwide for development use. You look stunned. Five? That's a weird... Okay. Yeah. Continue. Probably lucky they got that many. Back in July, Microsoft revealed a grant program for colleges and universities looking to take advantage of its forthcoming HoloLens augmented reality headset, dubbed the Academic Research Request for Proposals. The grant promises $100,000 and two HoloLens development kits to five schools. In order to enter schools, uh, would have to submit a one, two, three-page proposal explaining why they should be selected for the grant. 
And today, uh, via the Windows blog, Microsoft reveals the, revealed the winners of the aforementioned proposal contest, preceded by a lengthy message of appreciation and enthusiasm for those who applied. Um, the submissions exceeded our expectations not only in volume, but in the diversity of institutions and the quality of proposals, writes technical fellow Alex Kipman. We were blown away to observe such creative, compelling, and promising academic applications for HoloLens across art, medicine, visualization, education, and more. As for the winners, their prestige isn't quite surprising. Qualifying institutions range from esteemed Carnegie Mellon University to the uh, equally influential Virginia Tech. Um, <clears throat> just to give you an idea of, uh, of what some of these people are, are doing where they work in some of the schools, just a couple of the names to mention. Uh, Golan Levin, uh, the Frank Ratchie Studio, Carnegie Mellon University, open source investigations in mixed reality is what this gentleman does. Interesting. Emily Cooper um, from Wojciech... Oh, oh, excuse me. Emily Cooper and Wojciech Yarosh uh, and Zing Dong Yang from Dartmouth College augmenting reality for the visually impaired with Microsoft HoloLens. Uh, Joseph Gabbard and Doug Bowman, Virginia Tech, collaborative analysis of large-scale mixed reality data. Uh, I mean, some of the things that, that, that these people are doing, if you guys check out the article when we post it with the, with the, uh, the episode... On the website, some of the ideas these people have just based on what they work in. So you've looked into some of these a little bit. Oh yeah. Can, can you please explain to me the 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 idea of how Hololens can help the visually impaired? Well, that I don't know. That okay. that's what I'm. These these are the departments these people work in, or what things they would like to try and use the Hololens to apply to people. Okay. I'm not really sure how it's going to help the visually huh. impaired. Actually. <clears throat> It could help them because it could see for them and talk to them and tell them, like, hey, you're going to hit a tree. Or... I mean, I mean, a technology that does that would be great. I just don't think HoloLens is the right technology for well, that. I never said it was the right application, but, like, right, right. you got to throw, you know, it's, they're doing a Google thing, you know? Throw it at a wall. If it sticks, uh -huh, that's fair. we'll continue it. That's One fair. of these struck me as really strange, though. Alan Yang, Professor Claire Tomlin, and Shankar Sastry, University of California, Berkeley. All work in immersive, semi-autonomous aerial command systems. That's oh, so drone, drone, drone. some sort of drone application for it. I That'd mean, like awesome. it seems like if you look through this list of, of what people are doing, um, or want to do with it, or the departments they work in, it's varied. Like it's hugely varied, and very little of it seems to have anything to do with video games. Uh, though I know that they're, you know, everybody's hoping that they, you know, they've already said they're not going to. This is going to be like a tool. Primarily, yeah, yeah. Not an entertainment device. But all it's going to take is for somebody else outside of Microsoft to get a similar technology, and then they're going to start doing it solely yeah. for gaming or something, gaming or close to it. So it's just a matter of time. Um, I was looking at a drone the other day that has comes with a helmet, like a, like a virtual reality helmet, basically, so that you can see from the camera mounted on the drone and kind of look around. Neat idea. Oh, that, that went way different than I thought. <laughs> For some reason, I thought it was like attached to the helmet, and you lift it off from your head, and like I that sounds hideously uncomfortable and probably unsafe. Yeah, you mean like your helmet is like a launch pad for the drone? Yeah, yeah. No, it's not that. Yeah, that, <laughs> I didn't say it was a great idea. This is where my mind went. I was like, God, oh, it's like a movable fez that you fly around. <laughs> Cannot fez. say that I would want something trying to land on my head. I've seen drones hit people in the face on the internet. The results are not good. Well, that would. Make you improve your flying skills <laughs> greatly after that first oops. Anywho, um, 
so cool. No, I mean, um, any situation where you can give give schools that that uh, that show promising abilities to be able to like do something innovative with new technologies like this, I think is great. The only thing that strikes me about it when I read the article, those are like, here's two hollow lenses and a hundred thousand dollars to develop things with or for it. Okay, and they're like, well, what can we do with this hundred thousand dollars? They're like, charge the batteries. <laughs> You know, whenever there's new technology that's this cutting edge, $100,000 is like 20 bucks in tech land. Oh, I see you know? what you're saying. Yeah. Well, I'm a little concerned about the amount of, of mileage they'll get out of it with $100,000. You know, oh, I mean, like, you could, you know, you could put together, like, a nice lab, you know, for that. I mean, like, as far as, like, ongoing, you know, probably not too much, but you could at least get yourself set up just to, you know, just yeah. kind of do the research there. Um but, at least uh, get shirts printed that you're part of the program. That, yeah. There yeah. you go. That's it. <laughs> Temporary least. Maybe a letterman's yeah. jacket or a coffee yeah. mug. Temporary tattoos. Yeah. There you go. Ta- now you're thinking. <laughs> Why don't we have temporary tattoos, guys? We do. Oh, my God. Uh, no, we don't. I'm kidding. Oh, that's sad. I was going to put one on my ass. I was going to say, I've been misled because these things have been stuck on me for years. <laughs> <laughs> I keep scrubbing and scrubbing, and they just won't come off. You guys went in two totally different directions. I we believe did. John was asking for Gamerhead Radio logo temporary tattoos, yeah. and you took it as like, "Why aren't my tattoos temporary?" Yes, which is uh, fascinating. <laughs> it's very different. Yeah, very different. Um, from uh, from tattoos on your ass to arms on your shoulders. Coming in at number one this week, trash Konami a lot in the last year, mostly because they've trashed themselves. But then they go and do something nice. Konami helping to make a bionic arm for a double amputee Metal Gear Solid fan. Because they're the right company to do that. Clearly. Well, apparently that's where the $80 million is going. Yeah, that's right. They spent the whole budget on this guy's arms. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five publisher Konami is helping to make a prosthetic limb for a double amputee gamer. Companies working with prosthetics artist Sofia de Oliveria Barata and a team of engineer ro- uh, engineers, roboticists, and product designers to make a, uh, a bespoke arm for a 25-year-old James Young, who in 2012 lost an arm and leg when he was dragged onto the tracks between two carriages of the London DLR as it was pulling in. That is fucking horrific. Yikes. Uh, Konami said the bionic arm is inspired by the prosthetic limbs seen in Metal Gear Solid V, The Phantom Pain. It's perhaps easy to cast a cynical eye over Konami's involvement in the creation of a prosthetic limb inspired by Metal Gear Solid V, a game in which Snake uses a bionic arm uh, after awakening from a nine-year coma, but Sophie D. Oliveria Barada has made a name for herself by creating prosthetic limbs that reflect the personality of their users. She established the alternative limb project, quote, creating limbs that people look at in amazement instead of looking away. She's made steampunk arms, cyborg-inspired legs, as well as a crystal leg used by amputee performer Victoria Modesta during the opening ceremony of the 2012 Paralympics. Uh, And James, as a fan of Metal Gear Solid, is keen to get involved with the development of what Konami says will be, quote, a highly stylized, multifunctional limb. There's a documentary about the whole thing in the works, which will be published on the Phantom Limb blog after January 2016. So uh, keep your ears and eyes open, because once that uh, that goes live and is published, I'll be checking it out, and I'm sure we'll talk about it on the show sometime after January 2016, presumably. Um, does this exonerate Konami for being shitty? No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think so. Um, certainly a step in the right direction of re-earning some goodwill, though. I mean, it's a nice... No, nope, P- Goat says no. No. It's a, it's a nice PR stunt, but, I mean, that's all it is. That. <laughs> yeah, but to this guy, it's not a PR stunt. This, no, 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 and, and no, don't get me wrong. Like, it's awesome for this one guy, but this is only awesome for this one guy. It's true. It's true. This is like... It's Konami still being shitheads. 
Because this, this chick who's got a pedigree of making these limbs for this guy, not this guy, but in general, and this dude is like, oh, I'm into Metal Gear, and Konami, all Konami's probably doing is A, slapping their name on it for public pe- for public positive press, and it's two, the- probably having someone pay for the rights to use the word phantom limb. So you do feel like this is just purely to regain some goodwill yeah, in the, the eyes of the public? Somebody, somebody in their PR department finally went, uh, hey, we've really kind of been shit in the bed. They're this all fraud with the torch and just the pitchforks. They're yeah. going to burn it down. We've got to do something nice. Yeah. This dude needs an arm. Let's uh, let's slap our name on it and make it look like a, a goodwill piece. What do you think, Charlie? Purely for the sake of uh, of earning some, some face back here? Or? Do I think that this would be happening if they weren't in such a PR nightmare right now? No, I don't. That Well, we all three agree on that then at least. Good for this fellow. I mean, glad something happy comes out of it for him. But uh, still in the doghouse, Konami. Not getting yeah. that out easy, you know. It's I, not I just, good. I just hope it pays out when the slot machine in his arm hits, you know, triple sevens. <laughs> slot machine in his arm. How yeah. unfortunate would that be? Everybody's running up to you, tugging on your arm, trying to get <laughs> get coins to fall out of it. So, so apparently, um, uh, John, forgive me if you mentioned this already, but I guess uh, mm. Sophie's project is called the Alternative Limb Project. And um, well, that's where she makes these, um, you know, unique and individual prosthetic limbs for mm-hmm. amputees. And that the um, this particular iteration of that is called the Phantom Limb Project. And so you can, you guys can find out more information. They're going to have a blog that chronicles this whole progress uh, 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 over at phantomlimbproject.com. So you can kind of keep up on it if you're interested. Very cool. Terrible name. Phantom Limb Project. Yeah. Why would that be? It's based on the Phantom Pain arm. It makes it, sense. It, 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 I get like the idea, but it, I mean, they could have called it like. Uh, anything but phantom limb. It just kind of like it's it's a bad taste given the situation. And they also have a Twitter handle, uh, the phantom underscore limb, where you can follow them there. I mean, this is all marketing. That's all this is. Mm-hmm. Like if if this was more being done for like the sake of like you know, like the, the the person that they're trying to help with this, they wouldn't be like and follow us on Twitter so you can see the progress. Like no, they just just do it. Yeah, that's true. There's and a spin to just it. Just do it and. You know, tell us about it and write one story about it, and so we can talk about how great you were. But I mean, like, we don't—you don't need to make an entire social media presence over this entire thing. This definitely sounds like a, pro- a thing where dude went to her to get this done. Said he was into Metal Gear. She contacted them to get an idea of what it is, and they're like, oh, "We'll just put our name on it. It'll uh, be great." That does. The more we talk about it, the more sad I am. I kind of so. felt like Konami did something nice, and now I'm, now I'm just angry at them again. No, they, they 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 put the halo on their devil horns. <laughs> yeah, that's uh one down and about two hundred other wrongs to write, Konami. It's like yes. fucking my name is Earl with this company. They're gonna have to write out a list of everyone they've crapped on and you know, go make it right. All I'm saying is don't pull the rug underneath this guy and tell us he's on vacation. Ooh. Um uh somebody on Twitter who goes by the handle um Paradosi per Parodisu, P-A-R-O-D-I-S-U, who has uh, themselves labeled as a communication manager at Konami Europe, specified, by the way, that uh, I'll just read her tweet, quote, uh, just to clarify, though, the arm will not be a replica of Snake's arm in Metal Gear Solid 5 The Phantom Pain. It is inspired by the Metal Gear Solid series. So just uh, just to clarify Mm. that. Mm. Fair enough. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're not buying you, Konami. You almost got us, Konami. Yeah, you no, almost got no, us. no, they didn't. Not they, they did not almost have me. Charlie's very upset. I'm sorry. Um, no, no, they're shitheads. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, and, and it's fitting that they're number one shitheads on those news. <laughs> That's right. 
but they've shit. been the number one hit shitheads for most of the year for yeah. news. Between them and I think the the two longest running things on this show this year have been uh, Konami be, being bad and us making fun of Sonic Boom. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. this year in a nutshell. And, and uh, the Vita. <laughs> and um and uh and the other the only other thing I could think of has um been uh, the fact that we talked about um um uh, Sunset Overdrive I think for probably every episode the there first for about, quarter of the year like for six months so yeah. um beginning probably the next six months we're going to be talking about uh, Fallout Four every single episode because that's what's going to happen let's move on to our uh, our take on that as well as a little uh, bit of Rise, Tomb Raider. Rise yeah. of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this time of year, um, if anybody says that they just can't figure out what to play, I like to hit, take a baseball bat to the back of their head because there are just so many good games out to play right now. And uh, two of those games are definitely Fallout 4 and Rise of the Tomb Raider. Mm. Um, I, uh, I'm going to be the jealous uh, every man in the room asking these two guys questions, uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully ans- asking some of the guys that you guys are thinking um, as you're listening, because uh, I have not played either yet. Um, um, so, so John, we'll start uh, with you because you played Rise of the Tomb Raider. So, so, starting from the very beginning, how was it taking the the plastic wrap off? Of it my was copy? a dark and stormy <laughs> night. Oh wait, what's what's another storytelling cliche? So there I was, unwrapping Charlie's copy of the game. He gave it to me in the shrink wrap. I got I got the I, I got to have the joy of opening a brand new game that wasn't mine. And you know what's funny? It's the first time in my entire life I felt sad. I was just like. <laughs> As I was taking the little sticky seal off, I was like, oh, this is Charlie's. He should be getting the joy. I stole Charlie's joy. And then you're going to be giving your copy of Fallout to go, you know, to, to replace his rented copy. And mm-hmm. he's going to steal your joy again. This means we're going to have to go in halves and buy Charlie a game so he can at least get the joy of opening one. Actually, I already got game. that idea. I was going to buy him Mad Max. Oh. Oh, yeah. Because I know he wants it. And I'll just be like, here, put it on your shelf. You'll get to it. Yeah, <laughs> just just remember, uh, super cheap with a little figure on uh, Black Friday. It's <laughs> true, somebody. way ahead of you. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that shit, good man. Um, um, so, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Rise um, of the Tomb Raider. So, so um, you played the first one. The I did correct? to completion. Yes. And um, did you play the uh, the 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 remaster of it? Yeah, actually. Okay. Definitive mm-hmm. edition. Yeah, yeah. Defin- I just it, it was a remaster. It's a fucking mm. remaster. Um, and so so coming from that. Um, yes. So, first impressions. Um, how did it look? Um, how did it play? It's it it's beautiful. Yeah. It there are. I've got a couple screenshots on my hard drive where I was like, Xbox, take a screenshot because it looks. There's a couple of. I mean, they did it on purpose. Totally. They did it in the first game where there were just these like stunning vistas that were you know just very photogenic in their placement of their camera. It looks really great. There's a couple of sections. Um, there's a couple of sections where I feel like sometimes the resolution is a little bit low. But for the most part, it's solid. It looks great. The best way I can describe it to you so far is it takes everything that that first game did. If you liked what that first game did, they took that and said, we're not throwing any of this out. We're just going to add more to it. Kind of like how Assassin's Creed 1 did from Assassin's Creed 2, where they're like, let's take everything great about this game and add to it. You know what I mean? Um, they so did a correct sequel. Yeah, it's it's a definitely a true sequel. Tonally, it's very similar. Um, Lara's 
facial animations are outstanding in yeah. cutscenes. They did a great good. job on her face. She looks great. A couple of the other characters don't look as good in the facial animation department, so there's a weird like um, disparity between the two, but not like anything. Like a lot of time on her and not so much yeah, on the others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the other ones look more like character models built on the previous console cycle in the face and she looks like top notch like they're like she's the star make her look better um <laughs> it, not enough to distract from the gameplay just something i noticed um if you played the first one confidently comfortably you'll have no problem jumping into this one like i mean right down to like you find campfires and you sit there and you upgrade things from the little campfire and oh, she okay. usually tells a little story like that's all there all of it okay um the story is I'll be honest, I'm only about three hours into the game. I, so far, I like the first one better. Really? Yeah, yeah. Do you think, how much of that do you think was that the first one was new? I asked myself that question. It's not that it was new. It's that part of what made that first one interesting was seeing how Lara became the Tomb Raider. She started out as this inexperienced frightened like oh my god like how am i gonna do this oh my god i have to defend myself um and by the end of that first game was confident and swift and had kind of crossed a threshold and in this one she's just already that person so so she is has she has she crossed over now without being spoilery of course sure. like there's like so like these games are like telling the story about like Lara Croft's becoming like the quote-unquote Tomb Raider mm-hmm. is she the Tomb Raider yet or not, not um quite? it's hard to say because even at three hours in they're focusing less on the things I want them to and more on focusing on the story they're trying to tell um which is I don't want I don't I don't really want to get into it too okay. much, but the problem the problem that I have with it is she she feels like she's doing a lot of murdering in this one. Like it's less defensive and more less offensive. defensive and more like these dudes are just kinda like between here and where I need to be, so I'm just gonna have to mow them down. Just because it's get easier. Through. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's not like innocent Laura anymore. She's she's she started as badass Laura. She does I mean there's little things. One of the little campfire stories she tells, um she's kind of trying to follow in her father's footsteps in this for some reason or other. And um, one of the things she says during one of the little story campfire story things is like, you know, so-and-so, I don't remember his name from the first one, the guy, you go get the backpack for him, and he's been injured. His leg was injured really bad. I can't remember his name. Um, older guy, gray hair. You, She's like, you know, he, he was going to teach my father how to shoot, and my father didn't want to because he didn't like guns, and he was like, I'm not a shooting guy, I'm an adventure guy, and... So he taught me to shoot instead, and little did I know I would take to it. And then she kind of pauses and, and says sort of somberly, maybe I took to it a little too well. You know, so I mean, like, there's mm. little things in there that indicate that even she's kind of like, I'm fucking, I've killed a lot of people. <laughs> okay. Um, but, but it's, that's pretty subtle. You know, in the moment of the actual game, it doesn't really feel like that. Um, yeah, I'm, um, just because you mentioned that they were there, I wanted to see. So I pulled up uh, some of your screenshots on the, the Smart Glass app here. And I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at one of these. My God, this looks like concept art. It is this stunning, is gorgeous, stunning That's in game. And and what 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 Charlie's showing goat right now is screenshots from my Xbox hard drive from yeah. my account that yeah, I took you, last night. Look at a couple of them; they're unbelievable. I saw this one and I saw one of uh, you could almost looking. if you had a good enough screenshot and a high enough resolution, you could print these out and frame some of them. Like this one, like, like that. 
Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, these do not. These look like promo pictures. This is in the opening forty minutes of the game. And this is off John's just record that Xbox. Yep. yep. Wow. Xbox, take a screenshot. Takes it, and there it is. I mean, and for anybody on the show that listens, you know, on my, my uh, you know, my my gamer tag is is Fallon Flynn, one word on on Xbox Live, and you can look at my captures online. I check these screenshots out; they're really pretty. Yeah, they're, I they're... took them because I felt moved by the imagery. No, Take yeah. them, yeah, and no. I'm not a screenshot person most mm-hmm. of the time. I mean, no, this, there's one that uh, of like uh, like Lara standing at the base of like you know like uh, like a ruin with like a golden dome at the top of like a broken staircase like in the distance in front of him with like light coming down from like a, a hole in the cave and it is I mean this is like concept art like this is gallery quality That is like, one thing I will say the lighting in the game Lord. is outstanding wow the, I like everything I'm playing about it so far I don't like the bad guys in the game and I don't like the sort of seemingly main bad guy for the game he's he feels like a diehard villain he feels like a cliche oh. corny diehard villain to me I don't like him I remember I remember the AI the enemy AI in the first one being decent, like yeah, you know, it's comparably as, decent. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, they they took a lot of the things from like the wildlife, the scavenging system, and mm. uh, they kind of changed it a little bit. But they there are more things to scavenge, and it's more useful. And hunting animals is still there. You know um, how you upgrade things is very similar. So like, there's a lot of similar beats. Um, they did this cool thing where you you speak languages in the game. You decipher things in languages in the game like you'll find like a painting and it's like ancient greek but if you haven't deciphered enough of them some of them um are higher levels and if you don't speak good enough greek by having not done enough of them she'll say i can't quite put this together i don't i don't know what it says Hmm. i think it says this but i don't know you have to do more of the other ones and get your there's greek there's russian there's like there's a whole bunch of little languages and stuff so that's kind of a neat twist um there are two things that i don't like about the game though okay um a particularly there are a lot of collectibles in this game and you stumble upon them often that are like let's say you stumble into a cave that has one of the hidden like tombs in it you'll find little collectibles that are like audio files and they're not audio files it's her reading a scroll she found translating a scroll and it's like the story of what happened in that For little a second, cave I thought you said squirrel and i was confused but squirrel okay. <laughs> no she's translating the squirrel charlie that sounds like code for like butt stuff <laughs> see wow well, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the good guy in this, and immediately I went to uh, the Emperor's New Groove at the end, where Kronk is talking to the squirrel. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's I guess the squeaker, difference between squeak, us. Squeak, is we squeaker, went, squeaker. We went from a Disney cartoon to butt stuff. I don't know. That's the range of variety on this show, folks. God help you. Um, so you pick up these little scrolls, and she translates them, and it pieces together a little story of like what happened to that boat hanging off a cliffside. You know what I mean? And some of these boats are really old, so it's kind of interesting when you think about it that way. Here's my problem with it. You pick those up often, and they are not something that plays in the background while you're playing. It pauses the game and pulls you into a menu, and the audio plays there with text on the screen. And if you back out of it, you can't listen to it. Oh, Often... I've gotten to the point where I'm not even... They're really well written and they're really well voice acted. I'm skipping them because I'm trying to play the fucking game. And some of these are 30, 45 second clips. And if you hit one every five minutes, you're sitting there 
waiting to play. I wish they. I wish the more games use the interface from the. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you know this about the Phantom Pain. I'm not, I don't remember if Ground Zeroes did this too, but when you collect those audio logs, you can start playing them, and then you can like leave the menu and like go about the game, and mm-hmm. they'll just continue to play. A lot of games do that. I mean, look at how okay. all the audio logs for Bioshock were done. Yeah. They oh, play yeah, in the background, and true. you can go about your business. And the way they're doing it in this just feels antiquated compared yeah. to everything else in it. So. So far, everything else is very comparable. I have no problems with it other than that, really. I think there was one other thing that bugged me, and I'm having a hard time remembering what that was. That 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 audio thing sounds like them elongating the game. Um, I don't, I don't feel like that's what they meant. I feel like they were just giving you something to listen to to fill in the the lore of what happens while you're raiding the tombs. But I mean, there's a lot of collectible stuff to find, and most of it has a purpose. That's the thing is you're not finding stuff that you're like. Just to get an achievement. You're not collecting feathers. Yeah. I mean, you do collect feathers, but oh. you can make <laughs> but you can make arrows with them. So You're they right. have a purpose, okay. you know. Collectibles with a purpose are, are good collectibles indeed. Yes. But um I will talk more about it when I finish it. Um but I'm about three hours into it maybe. Um I'm enjoying it. It's cool. It's everything you liked about the first game, um, plus some more. I'm just waiting for some more character development because so far there hasn't been much. Not like the first one. Okay. Yeah. All right. And uh, so moving on from uh, whatever island or tomb that Lara is stranded in this game to the wastelands of, uh, where is this one outside of Boston? Um, yes. Yeah. Um, so go, how, uh, so t- tell me about, um, so, so when, you, when you sat down to play Fallout 4, I'm guessing that, you're, that your hopes were not high. I'm guessing that you were not expecting to like it just because, and um, well, because, I, because I, of reasons that you've already stated. I can, give, I can give you the exact thought I had. Okay. I'm like, all right, let's see what everybody's all jazzed up about. Okay. And I installed it. Uh huh. And the little dude, Vault Boy, was all like, hey. And I was like, hey. <laughs> all right. So, so far, it sounded like an awkward first date guy. Yeah, pretty much. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> kind of like how most of your first meeting interactions go. Hey. Okay. And um, so, again, we're being spoiler free here. But yes. um, so, um, um, so. Uh, so, you never touched Fallout 3 or New Vegas. And so, this. this pati- oh. I, I touched. Fallout Three to the point where I got to Megaton. Oh, and, okay, okay, and enough to get a taste, and okay. that's it. Okay, okay. Like I blew up the city. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, and I moved on. <laughs> <laughs> that was your high point. You said this that would be where you in the game. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, this is the credits for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, so so going into Fallout Four, um, so, very little to zero knowledge, and um. And only very moderate at best expectations. So, so yeah. tell me about your first hour or two or three of gameplay. Um, well, I mean the the the, the opening thing, like the the title the title screen. I was like, well, what? They got the the power armor, yeah, power armor, mm-hmm. just chilling in a garage. I was like. I want to meet this guy. (laughs) Who the fuck has that in their garage? What you got under the hood on that thing, man? Yeah, I was like, well, what's what's all this business going on? (laughs) (laughs) And then they're like, press start. I'm like, yes, please. I would like to continue (laughs) figuring out what the hell he has in his garage, but in my garage. Um, Okay. But it was it from the get go. I I get it. Like it, it, the story is just like you're in. Okay. I was like, what the hell's going? Whoa. And the, like, the, the story starts as a tutorial, like I'm guessing sure. most of them do, right? Well, so, okay, so being a spoiler about Fallout 3, the way the Fallout 3 started, uh, for the most part, if I remember correctly, was that you basically, like, so you, 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 you literally start the game as an infant, being, being born, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and then, so your character creation in Fallout 3 was basically you growing up. And so, like, as you're an infant, you, like, you pick out your name and your gender, 
and then like as um and then as you you become like a toddler, you right, pick right. out your very initial stats. And then as you get older, you figure out what you're learning, and so that's how you yeah. pick your skill tree. And so it, it, literally right. your character creation is you growing up. Which it, it, their, their, their schooling program in Fallout 3, if I remember, recall, uh, if I recall, the exam was called the GOAT. Oh, yeah. It was. The, um, the something aptitude test. The geo yes. aptitude test. Yeah. Um, mm. oh, something like that. But uh, yeah, yeah. That's true. It's, it's going to haunt offensive. you now. <laughs> it's a goddamn offensive aptitude test. <laughs> <laughs> Would be accurate. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so um, so none um, of that happens in this one. And I'm, not okay. gonna t- I'm not going to tell you what happens in this one. Okay, uh, but it's not that. Okay. I've heard the start in itself is fairly like um, oh, <laughs> but it's it's very like you, you just make your character. They're just like hey, I'm like, oh, cool, you know. Oh, okay. Standard, whatever, you know. Like it wasn't that, but but after you make your characters, when the you know you're like, oh, ho, ho, okay, and they just kind of like slam you into it and. 20 minutes later, you're in the wasteland going, <laughs> huh? Like, what, what? <laughs> How did we get here? Yeah, I was like, oh, oh, I wasn't, I don't remember getting on the roller coaster. And uh, what the fuck park was I just in? <laughs> okay. how, how does it look graphically? Oh, uh, stellar. It really? is, it leaps and bounds. It's not Tomb Raider stellar. I will give it that. Tomb Raider. Oh, the scope of that game. I would, I'm, um, I'd be shocked if they could get yeah, that but kind I, of fidelity I, but, but, up. But, but, Given the fact that this is literally a year game probably to beat if mm-hmm. it follows the, the, the Fallout regime, yep. the graphics are on par for hundreds and hundreds of hours of gameplay. Ne- um, no, go ahead. Sorry. No, oh, no, go ahead. I was going to say, n- never mind everybody's like the, the general uh, journalist and, and media game of the year hype. You've played most of the big titles of the year, the yeah. ones that that you that mm-hmm. Goat will play. Yeah, where does this sit for you so far? I mean, it's early, but I mean, do you see this being a contender for your favorite thing for the year? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, wow. I get the hype. I'm 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 bold statement. Like I I'm full on the 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 wag- I'm actually kind of sad that I didn't get on the wagon for three. It just I was late to the party. <laughs> it's never the, too late. The, you can go the, back. The train left. And, no, I know. <laughs> um, no. My Fallout Four copy. Came with a with a with a free copy of Fallout Three, uh-huh. so on for Xbox One that that's a, that's a promotion that they're doing, which um, is awesome because yeah. now it's it's backwards. I think, I think I think we're gonna see more of this because it's I think on the BC list too. Gear, uh, yep, uh, Gears of Wars do you know did this with yeah. the with the re release. Um, I think we're gonna see more of this with the backwards compatibility on, like, on the, the Xbox One to the 360. I think a lot of games yes, please. are gonna come with free copies of the older generation stuff because why not? Yeah. Like it, they, I, they've I, sold as many copies as they're gonna sell for the most part. I'd be I'd yeah. be shocked if. Uh, Fable Legends did not come with a copy of Fable Three or Anniversary, great. even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that'd be perfect. Anything about it you're not liking so far? Uh, sort of. It's the the it's the nature of the game. I understand that, but like I said, I've played five hours and I've completed two fucking missions, and it's like I it's part of the, the exploration and the scavenging and all that stuff. I get it. The one thing that's pissed me off right now is I don't know what happened, but apparently adhesive and screws <laughs> have have gone on a very short list of availability between then and post boom. <laughs> because I can find cloth for miles, rubber for miles. I could find freaking aluminum to build a spaceship. <laughs> But I need adhesive and I need screws to upgrade my weapons. And five hours of my life the other <laughs> night, 
Seriously, was just looking for these two items in a plethora to upgrade weapons, which I got not very far with. <laughs> it's it's entirely possible that um, I'm in the wrong neighborhood. Well, it's entirely possible <laughs> that at your stage in the game, they might be intentionally hard to come by. They don't want you to get your upgrade your weapons too crazy at this stage. That might... open world means open world, goddamn well, Bethesda. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> if I want to juice my stuff up and go in all T two style and fly through some <laughs> missions by killing some people. Let me. Speaking of missions, that's fair. Did have you only completed two missions because the length the the length of the missions is fairly they're fairly long? Or well, he just told us he spent you, five hours looking for screws. <laughs> have you? I was going to say, or is this another oh, problem piece of, with ooh piece of candy? The piece of candy factor to yeah. this thing is through the roof. Yeah. But no, on the other side of it, it's um, two complete missions. So technically, I think it's been about ten quests because each mission has per usual has like well, the Multiple last one I did had, like seven parts to it. It's like, yeah. you know, and now the one I'm doing now, I'm about ready to scream because every time fucking people. <laughs> hey, can you do this? Yeah. All right. Thanks for doing that. By the way, can you are you fucking serious? No, I cannot. I have other things to do. That's well, starting, you know, that, that's starting to become a problem for me in games where before these people are helpless. Like yeah. you made it through to the wasteland. Continue helping yourselves. <laughs> Maybe it was different when I was younger and I didn't have a, a metric fuckload of like adult responsibilities, but now sometimes when I'm playing games and NPCs are like, hey, can you do this for you? I'm like, fucking help yourself, man. Come on. We're all adults here. And that's, then I realize I I'm playing a video game and I'm talking to the TV. I, I, think, that's where, I think that's where the gauge comes in. Because I remember yeah. as a kid, it's like, oh, I'm helping people. Now I'm like, seriously, I have problems. Where the fuck are you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Like, you're fixing my fridge, it's leaking on the floor. I'll no. at least need to know what I get out of it first, Mr. Not NPC. that. I am... Just, like, I've I got mean, my own Maybe this shit. is how you get all your screws and adhesive. I don't know. Absolutely oh, shocked. God, that I... like I have to whore myself out to these assholes. <laughs> I will start using a fucking rusty pool cue. <laughs> Goat's going to be a wasteland prostitute. You can always... You, uh, now, I, I suppose, um, mm-hmm. pro tip, if this is, carries over from three, I believe mm-hmm. you can... You can uh, you can even if you don't take anything, you can go into pickpocket mode to see what they have first. Because if you I do a fetch, got to that far yet? Okay, I've um, gotten to um, getting pissed off at him and stabbing him with my bayonet pool cue, which is also an approach. It is, <laughs> you know. but if I remember correctly from three, I mean, like not. Um, um, I don't know. I don't remember if this worked with like real, real key pieces of inventory, mm-hmm. like like key items. But um, you could, uh, you know, if you got your pickpocket skill high up enough, you could crouch and go into stealth mode and sneak up behind them and then basically access them like you would like a like a like a drawer or treasure chest mm-hmm. to see what they have on them. Yeah. And then you could pickpocket them if you want to. But then of course, if you get caught, you'll have those repercussions to deal with. Yeah. Um, or you could go ahead and complete whatever fetch quest they want and get whatever they have legitimately. Um, you know, yeah, the of course, second option seems like a lot of time. Uh, it, it is, hence the hundreds <laughs> and hundreds of hours. Um, but uh, of course, you know the um, you know the uh, the way that the way that these worlds are put together is if you piss off the wrong people, you know the the wrong people, like you could potentially lock yourself out of quests and quests. I, I, yeah, I or you can like, kill yeah. people in yeah, the I, wrong I, I, quest I haven't, lines. I yeah. haven't been. Yeah, I've been. You've behaved. I've well, let's. <laughs> Yes. He's restrained himself, yeah. which is not to say he's abstained. He's been yes. mild. Yeah. In his yes. No, I would kill anybody that didn't deserve it. Um Yes, but see that qualifier. No, 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 no. Like no no good guys. Like, you know, if I'm doing stuff here, the only people I've killed are like Raider if you, you know, people who come at me, you know, like you come at me uh, like all hot and heavy, yeah, I'm like, yeah. uh no. <laughs> but like, you know, yeah. it's like, hey, can you do this? I'm not like fuck you and stab you in the head yet. I'm like, I, I know, this is one of those games like like Witcher and stuff like that where uh dead 
is dead dead or pissed off means for life. Yeah. So not, they, 200 hours later, I'll come back and be like, oh, hey, 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 Roger. Um, oh, you still remember that. <laughs> and you're the major piece I needed. So you're the guy that makes the <laughs> ultimate weapon and I screwed your daughter. Yeah. Crap. <laughs> womp, womp. <laughs> Yay, real life scenario. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, whoops. <laughs> So Art I'm, imitating I'm going life. into that. I, I'm, I'm well aware. It's Skyrim. I'm like, it's Bethesda. Yeah. I'm like, don't shit where you eat because you don't know where you're going to eat next. <laughs> <laughs> when you put it that way, God. But I, I get it, man. This is a rabbit hole that will like consume your every... It, it'll make me fill socks. It really will. <laughs> a lot. Ew. <laughs> really? To be clear, Charlie is just giving Goat his copy of the game, yes. not the socks <laughs> to go with it. Um. A lot of people for years have been mm-hmm. harping on Bethesda and Todd Howard, you know, who produces all of these games for Bethesda, both the Elder Scrolls yeah. games and the Fallout games, Fallout 3 forward. Um, a lot of people have been giving them shit because everybody feels that these worlds would be so ripe for just even even two or three player co-op and they just won't fucking do it. And Todd Howard has been very specific about the fact that it's too hard to balance a game like this or these types of games to put more than one person in. But we've seen games of similar scope and scale. Look, if Grand Theft Auto V can do what it does and all three of us can get in there and do the things we do, there's no reason why they couldn't just drop somebody in co-op to let them follow you around and play. Do you think this game would benefit from having, like, say, Charlie and I in there with you to come play and go on adventures and bust head open, the heads open? Uh, no. Really? You would prefer for this to stay just a solo adventure? The story and the world is so deep and so immersive that I think having other people in there would greatly take away from that. Hmm. Hmm. Because there's this part, like, you're there alone in the wasteland and Fair it's enough. a survival game. So you think it would kill the atmosphere? Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's points where I've, I've had the radio on. I'm just trucking along, minding my business, and I'll turn the radio off because it's, it's like you start looking around and you're like, I don't think this is a radio-friendly neighborhood. I just, yeah, we need to be on high alert here. Yeah. <laughs> and well, like, you know, the three of us yipping and yapping and being all like, did somebody come by and just, meow, be like, where's Charlie? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that raider decided that he wanted a Charlie sandwich. <laughs> did, did, Tasty. <laughs> earlier, before, before either game came out, Charlie was not, concerned about but seemed to be curious about whether or not he should be drawing comparisons between Fallout and Mad Max. Are they entirely different games? They are so polar. I don't have those concerns anymore to be very No, no, I was just I was just clarifying it just to see because I still haven't played Fallout, you know, I have an idea. To put it in my terms, an analogy that that would make sense to me and my listeners (laughs) uh you just did the 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 Forza to need for speed comparison. There you go. Because Mad Max is great, but it's not the same game. It's a different Mad game. Mad Max was the arcade version of this masterpiece. This, yeah. okay. do, you this, miss, do you miss having a car, though? There's not, no car in Fallout. Not, not yet. Because, uh, honestly, mm. I'd miss more. In Fall- Fallout is very, it's very slow. It's built slow. I figured that out. Like, it's very sweep and clear. And, yeah, take you your know, time. No, no rock unturned, no man slaughtered, you know, kind of thing. Unslaughtered, you know. <laughs> So like you know, and it's and walking definitely helps, and and I think having a car would would again greatly take away from, away from it. Like they 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 this is the fourth game. They've got their shit together, right on, and they know what they're doing. Okay, 
and everything, all the ducks in a row, any any change in that formula is going to fuck it up. Hmm. Have you guys, either of you, tried either of the companion apps for your games? Um, it would to mind for some reason. Really? It might be because I'm on a rental. I don't know. No, that wouldn't no, matter. That would the game, the game be... doesn't know it's being rented. Oh, no, so, no. Yeah. It's, it's something about tech stuff. Maybe I'll send it to your you. Phone would, like... Your phone would connect to your Xbox directly. Over the Wi-Fi, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's about can't connect to the... I, I don't know. Um, I installed I'll, the Pit-Boy. I'll get a whole IT, IEU, and be okay. like, it said this, fix it. <laughs> All right, that's fair. I installed the Pit-Boy to my phone. I played with the... They have a test version of it on there. I played with it. It's exactly what it looks like in the game menus. But I haven't played the game itself yet, so I can't really say how it works functionally. Everybody said it functions like 100% like it's supposed to. It does exactly what it does in the game, just you know, on your phone. I like the Pit Boy. I really do. The way they have it set up, super convenient. Yeah. Everything's on tabs. It's like my old Xbox dashboard used to be. Convenient and side-scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, home. Oh, map. Oh, hey, L and R triggers. Here we go. Zip, da, 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 da. Bitter, you're a party. A party yeah. one. Your table is ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So um, I uh, I did figure out that uh, your power armor does have an icon hmm. on the map. Oh, so when a, you lost it, I no, it was a friend who lost it. It was not oh, me. Uh, it was hypothetically. Sure. If anybody follows me on Twitter, hypothetically, someone I may have known may or may have not forgot where they parked his or her power armor for about three hours. Yes, uh, <laughs> his name is Sir Boatsworth. <laughs> Yes. Um, 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 Lord Boatsworth. Yes. Lord Boatsworth. There's only one sir. Yes. The Duke of Goat. No, it was me. I'm the jackass. <laughs> Three hours walking around going, excuse me, sir, have you seen uh, Power Armor about 6'5", uh, kind of yeah. metal How'd you like the Power Armor? Is it awesome? Huh? How do you like the Power Armor? Uh, it's stuff? great until you run out of gas. And yeah. you just got to leave it where it is? Fusion cores. Needed. Yes. Yeesh. So, also, so when it runs out of power, it's not, it's not that you move slow. You don't move. Yeah, it's uh, like your car battery dies. Okay, you just... Right. Well, you can still push a car. You ain't pushing this thing. Okay. That's, <laughs> okay. Have you seen this? The dude gets in the thing and yeah. it's like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I've seen some video of that, and it, it gave me it gave me like they're like you want to enter this, yeah. and I was like cool, and I hit I hit the button, and Nelson's like Whoosh! I'm like I don't really want to do this anymore, I don't want to do this. Anymore. Oh, we're in. <laughs> yeah, it's good. But yeah, I found that I uh, I parked it in a much better parking spot, uh, armed it. Do you have to worry about it being hijacked? Yes. You know? Just, oh yeah, that's okay. why I parked it in a safe neighborhood. Okay. Yeah. Behind, there are docking areas. Yes. Uh, I, I I parked it behind. Random home that might have a garage. Don't worry about it. It's smart. Just yeah. say <laughs> they, they, they have these, like, in some of the towns I've seen, they have these things that are like the equivalent of hitching your horse. Mm. You know, like you can actually dock yeah. it in like a Yeah, I haven't and, get to a dock station yet. I've, yeah. just been, I've just been hiding it in trees and large bushes. It, and cannot <laughs> be, it can't be stolen from one of the docking areas. If you officially dock yeah. it, though, yeah. you know, that was the first thing I heard everybody okay. going, Dock your fucking power armor! Yeah. NPCs will steal uh, actually, it! Actually, uh, a, a fellow friend and listener of the show, Carlton, learned that Raiders <laughs> will hijack it, and it's a son of a bitch to get them out of it. I'm sorry, I'm 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 stuck on this line of conversation. So if somebody steals your power armor, yeah, and like like is it still on the map? Like, can you still follow it and get it back? Uh-huh. Or is it? I mean, like, is, is is there a point where your power armor is just gone? Uh, Does that happen? Uh, uh, that I know of, yeah. Okay, all right. No, they take uh, it, and you have to. So like, you could just see it on the map in places, taunting yeah. you. It turns into it, <laughs> like it, a low jack on your car. That's awesome. It, it man. turns into. And now he's at the guy. He's getting groceries. Great. Yeah, and it turns into GTA Grand Theft Armor. Uh, uh, <laughs> there you go. 
Yeah. So no, I, I think thankfully Carlton learned that lesson for me, and now I'm like, yeah. Well, then I found this. I'm gonna go put this over here and hit the key fob. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I told him, I'm like, anytime you park your armor in the lot, lock it. It's a bad neighborhood. It's true. Awesome. But, Is there such a thing as a good neighborhood in Fallout? No, oh, sanctuary is decent. It's it's the the, the mom pop kind of uh, white sub. Well, was white suburbia. It's a little shackly now, but I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> there are still remnants of white picket fences. There. Yes. So yes. Um, well, all right. So um, this is uh, this is not a uh, these are not many reviews because uh, we you know these guys haven't had anywhere near enough time to uh, play with the games to to do a f- official review. So those will be forthcoming, maybe 2016, 2017, when Fallout Four. But uh, hey, it'll uh, it'll it'll happen eventually. Um, but uh, so if you guys have any further questions or comments about what we've said here, go ahead and send that in to us uh, at the links and uh, the uh, locations that we will provide at the end of the show. But for now, let's go ahead and move on to the mailbag. All right. And for a, so for a mailbag question this week, we asked you nothing because I forgot to post the question. <laughs> Technically, we asked uh, at the end of the last episode what you guys would do with a crap ton of money um, as far as... Uh, and uh, applying it towards a product or, or or video game or developer or something, but um, but the the, the the ponies they are all consuming, and I completely forgot about uh, posting on social media this last week, and uh, so we didn't ask you the question, and so we're we're, we're going to table this um, for later because uh, we do want to ask give the you guys the opportunity to answer that. And we know a lot of people don't make it to the end of the episode because well, only so much awesome can be uh, absorbed in in a period of time. I'm not going to let you take all the all the blame on this one because the three of us didn't realize you didn't post it until yeah, tonight. Yeah. We're like, who answered the? Yeah, normally Charlie Wait. posts it, and then Goat and I will will repost it and put it places. Well, and we all were, three of us just looked. And we're so busy this week that none of us yeah. noticed it was all three. Yeah. And the times before where I've I've forgotten, at least one of them have caught it. So the fact that I didn't do it, neither of them caught it. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're just going to save this question. We have all failed you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, however, we did get one response uh, from the the ever vigilant and uh, and just awesome Songbird. Um, so Songbird says, uh, "Dear Detective Charnicorn, Goat, and Fallon Flynn, a mailbag answer. Besides common things like travel, donate, and etc., I would love to create." a business that's like your typical eat and play establishment but on a grander scale more like Disney Quest I miss Disney Quest I had fun at Disney Quest Um, it was still a thing it's not anymore. It's been closed for some time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, which, by the way, happens to be closing, and I'm super upset about it. Oh, there's... I think there's more than one. The Chicago one closed some time ago. Yeah, like Where, 10 years ago. Um, uh, wherever. So apparently there's still one in existence, at least for a little while. Probably um, Florida or... L.A. Yeah. Um, and uh, she's super excited about it. Uh, the most ludicrous thing I might try to do uh, would be to fund a true sequel. Um, she wrote true, true Squeal, which I believe she would squeal if it were to happen. Uh, a sequel to Primal Rage. Which, um, yes, it, please. It already exists. Yes, that would be great. Well, well but, not, not but officially. Not, but not really. I mean, like, it's, 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 it's in limbo. Yes. Yeah. We, it's we've in, talked it's about permanent it. permanent limbo. Songbird, if you're ever in the Chicagoland area, we'll, we'll go to Galloping Ghost Arcade with you and you can play. Primal Rage 2. You play Primal Rage 2. Yes. Um, uh, First, I, for some reason, need to remind uh, uh, Goat what the it thing was for December Miss last year and the months following. Amiibos. Right. 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 It's true. Um, Also, why haven't you guys had an episode about them yet? It's been, it's almost been a year since they've rained terror on Reminds of Mullets because I don't want to think about them. That's why. (laughs) Um, No, no, that's a good idea. We, um, we, uh, we will talk and see about what we can do uh, episode wise. That's uh, Amiibo and other collectible thingy related. Well, and while we were talking about this off air a little bit, we, we are admittedly not 
the three of us are collectively not into them. Like no, no, none of us are like head over heels yeah, about Amiibo. Yeah. So don't but, hate them. Just you yeah, know, just, we're, we're not crazy. But, about but we we have done you a disservice, and we will fix this. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, Somber continues. Uh, so since Linkle is a thing, what should the I know I know uh, what should the other characters' names be when they eventually become gender bent as well? Well, um, we covered Zinkle. Uh, Mariette. Uh, <laughs> solid Snook, as in Snooky. <laughs> no! Oh, oh, whoa! <laughs> Why would Snake's female Just, counterpart be from the shore? I don't know. What would you, what would you name her? Um, what would Snake's uh, you know, gender-bent character be? Meryl. <laughs> no, Boss. <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah. Boss. Um, I was going somewhere very dark. I yeah. was thinking more like snake and serpent, but all right. There's some obvious ones like like Samus would be you know Samuel, you know. Yeah. Um, no, he would clearly be a Sammy. All right. I don't know Samuel L. Um. <laughs> he plays everything. All these, these motherfucking yeah. aliens on this motherfucking planet. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, don't yeah. ruin my game with him. He's um, not needed. Yep. Um, so uh, so I, I said Mariette. Mm-hmm. Um. um Luigi. What would Luigi's gender bent name be called? Um, Louisa. I don't know. Louisa. Oh yeah. Louise. Yeah, Louisa. Yeah. Louise. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> or Wheezy. <laughs> Louisey. I, I would have to say it'd be Prince Pear instead of Peach. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Peach, Prince Pear. Um, man, this is harder than I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah actually. Um, let's do a couple more and then we'll move on. Because um, some of the names are not obvious, you know what I mean? Or yeah. like it would take a little bit of effort. Well, yeah, a little bit more than Lincoln Th- effort. That's the thing, because like <sighs> most like Anglo-Saxon names have like male and female variants. Sure. And, sure. But like Link is not, is no. not a normal name. And to be fair yeah. with Linkle, it's lazy. Like, Linkle doesn't really, not just the name, but the design is fairly derivative of Link as it is. Some of these characters do not lend themselves to bending of genders. But if if Nintendo was American, and they're Japanese, so Linkle, whatever, yeah. But Link in American is short for Lincoln. Mm. So, therefore, the counterpart would have been Hillary. (laughs) What? No, Hillary Clinton has nothing to do with Abe Lincoln. I I Politics. Don't. What? Right. Oh, that's that's <laughs> your fucking loose thread. <laughs> um. <clears throat> well, what was what was that chick's name? Uh, Mrs. Lincoln. She had a name, right? <laughs> I'm fairly certain that the Abigail, first lady of the country, did have a name. Uh, uh, no, was it Abigail? No, it was not Abe and Abigail. There's no way that would happen. Mary. It was Mary Lincoln. Mary Lincoln. Yes. There we go. So she'd have to be Mary. Oh, that's right. I'll take Mary over Linkle at the, uh, the, the, the with yeah. the weird path we took to get to this. Um, well, I will take I, Mary I, over Linkle. Who? Who? There's got to be somebody that stands out in there that would make a great like gender bent character. Well, what would female Waluigi be called? Gross. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's called Tingle. No. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, there's a, how about f- female Tingle? What would female Tingle? Be? I, we can't say that in this show. It's a kids friendly show. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> To be clear, no, it is not. Um, in this scenario, in this scenario, a female version of Tingle would be a figment of my imagination, <laughs> one that would be locked away in a place that could not hurt me. Um, and the fact that Goat is censoring himself is—I'm I'm just going. I'm going I'm with gonna... Fingle. That's why. Oh, okay. Uh, here you go. Um, gender bent Nathan Drake would be Lara Croft, or vice versa. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, I think the well's one dry in this one. Um, let's see. Uh, Songbird asks, uh, what if you were the one that was giving the okay to Sakurai to use a cloud character? However, wait, we didn't even mention this on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, however, when you say that he gets co- when you say that he gets confused and asks for clarification, which leads to an opportunity. Uh, do you tell him he can use Cloud from Final Fantasy VII or Mallow from Super Mario RPG? Um, the latter, obviously. Um, no. no. Cloud, no. man. Cloud. All Cloud all the way. I mean, I love Cloud. You just, I mean, what the hell is he doing in Smash? Yeah, let's get a little backstory here since we didn't cover it on the yeah. show. Yeah, but yeah super, to super, be super fair, briefly. what the hell is yeah. Ryu doing from Street Fighter? What is he doing in there? I, I yeah. agree. So, you know, so, I'm just saying. So, so the know. backstory here is Cloud is going to be in the Smash Brothers. As That's in Cloud super Strife short. from Final Fantasy yes. VII and related properties. Yes. Um, <clears throat> yeah, which, I mean, why? Why? Because Why? Final Fantasy had a mat. As a matter of fact, Final Fantasy would would not be what it is without Nintendo, so, largely. Yeah, all the way up to seven. Remember. Yeah, you which remember. is where the irony comes from. But but hasn't that check been cashed already? I mean, like that was like, sure. that was. Yeah, here's well, the then then you could argue yeah. why the fuck are like uh, uh you know Snake like Xenoblade there. characters. In, the, the fire their, emblem people you know, are in fire there. emblem and I mean, at least those properties are still like aren't they like nintendo focused they are nintendo like, only platform? in like publishing name like they didn't nintendo didn't make they're not first party nintendo titles no of course they're not but i mean like uh, but i mean like with with like the fire emblem games like those are 3ds games aren't they um, I think the Fire yep. Emblem, Emblem series is older than the, the DS. Yeah. But well, but, but, the but the latest Nintendo iteration. Yeah, yeah. Those, the latest iteration is and, um, okay. But I mean, like, look at Xenoblade Chronicles. Even though that's a Nintendo published game, it's not a Nintendo. Was it on other platforms? No. Well, there you go. There's, I understand that, that, that? That's, that is enough of a correlation for me. But both cloud is just completely it's 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 left parking lot. It's snake, past left field. You said yourself when we were off the air. Snake. What what does Solid Snake have to do with nothing? With I don't Smash think it should have been in there either. And why does? But yeah, but it's awesome. Metal that Gear was in on there. an original NES. Yeah, but yeah, but I, same. He did there. The, there is a. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying the same thing. I'm saying I, I. They both have the same similarities. They both you know were from original Nintendo platforms, but they're not anymore. But they have a pedigree. There's a pedigree yeah. there, and that's the theme with Smash Brothers. The first six Final Fantasies were on Nintendo. Half of the characters in Smash Brothers. So put one of those characters on. Probably don't but need to be in there. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I'm just gonna say this: if fucking Olimar. <laughs> is on there and fucking Pit is on there yeah. and and the, Rob's the on there. fucking the the Nestor's villager on there. is on there. But these are Nintendo centric properties. These characters suck. They that, well, they're not even good characters. I, There's look. we fit trainer is in there. And I don't care if it's a Nintendo property. It's a <laughs> shitty character that has... It's a non-character. She's Half ca- of Smash Brothers is she, non-characters. She's kind of a badass, and so is Villager. Just just put it out there. But, <laughs> no! So, so here's my thing. and I my, 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 I'll bring you into my mind when I okay. send this, and you'll laugh. Probably. Maybe. Somebody <laughs> or will. cry. Yeah. Dan, Dan Locke, you'll probably be like, you son of a bitch. But that's pretty much my <laughs> mind. Uh, so I, I seen this, and I was like, oh, Cloud's going to be in, uh, in, in Smash. That's kind of cool. I mean, you know, it'll cost fourteen ninety nine, but... <laughs> You know, at least you know, at least Square is gonna get more money off Final Fantasy. I'm less worried about the fact that Cloud is in it, and more worried about whether or not he's just gonna play like a like a clone of like who, any of the sword wielding no, characters in Smash already. I, I, who gives you know. a shit? They're just gonna put people. It's it, whatever. It's a fighting sure, game. Sure. More people, great. I'm I, I dig it, and not just because I like Final Fantasy, but I think it's it's a neat. It's it something gives, that's different. For I Smash. dig it because it, it continues to give people a reason who didn't buy it yet. To if buy. Rob the Robot hey, whoa. can be in Smash. <laughs> you leave him out of this. He's a good <laughs> buddy of mine. <laughs> I use I like him. I think he's an okay I still have one. Yeah. 
And thank you, Songbird, very much for your email. <laughs> um, and uh, of course, and she ends us. Ends us. She knows how to bait us. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. It's good. <laughs> she she knows how to definitely bring out the the best question mark in us. Um, so um, so thank you very much uh, for that. And um, so next week, uh, next week is going to be a little bit of a, of a different show. Um, as I've mentioned, um, next week is a uh, Ponyville Cider Fest. 2015 uh what this is the little bit of a different show it's gonna oh be. yeah and go go tans are about <laughs> six feet apart um yeah uh so so this this will be the first show the, the first episode of gamer head radio that that will be a uh, produced and released that i have not been on since i've joined um and which is primarily a result of the fact that if normally if i can't do a show the show just doesn't happen because i do all the the technical side of things mm-hmm. um this will be the but, first uh, show charlie's gonna phone in Yes, yes, we'll have to come up with a name for my yes. remote segment. That's um, true. Which, uh, yeah, we'll have to do that. And, and it's um, got to be clear. We, we, we got a high bar here. Yep. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> um, I, I should have some uh, some some interesting things to bring in because there's actually a lot of gaming content um, and, and programming uh, happening up there. So I should be able to um, uh, bring some something interesting for you guys. But aside from that. Um, uh, next week's show, John. Do you want to? How much or little would you like to let folks um, know about what's happening? Well, so, next week? so next week, what's going to happen is uh, Goat and I will be in studio as usual, business as usual. But uh, joining me next week is going to be my brother and Annalise from V's for Villains. So it's it's going to be one of our uh, we we've done two already with sort of V's for Villains uh, takeover, takeover shows. Yeah. Another and hostile takeover. It's from true. A bunch of villains. It's true. And, and originally, when we set this up, we weren't so sure Goat was going to be here either. And he had some other plans that fell through. And so he's going to be here. And, and the four of us are going to do a thing. Um, <laughs> Can I be an honorary villain? <laughs> yes, of course. You're of course you are. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. Nick and Annalise, uh, Mr. Agitator and Vex from V is for Villains, my band, will be here uh, talking about. You know, I just don't even know, man, because every time like like there's a there's a somewhat of a, a structure and a format to mm-hmm. our show. And mm-hmm. we we abide by that on a weekly basis in order to not confuse and frighten you, the listeners. But Until my brother. Show up. Yeah. <laughs> you put my brother and I in the same place and shit gets a little unhinged, off. man. Yeah. You know, well, and you last, never know what's going to come out of his mouth. The last time the dick train was invented. That's right. My brother Four and I un- inadvertently yeah. created the dick train. And look what a legacy <laughs> that has left. Indeed. For as much of a legacy as it can be, I guess. So, um, so I don't know what the topic is going to be next week, um, mm. because even if we try to plan one, I mean that doesn't really mean anything in this case. Oh no, 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 <laughs> so, no, no, no. And, and like um, you know, no, I just mean like it, it, villain shows tend to get off the rails. They do and tend to so, get a little um, off the rails, you know. But, we'll just uh, call it an open table with a couple villains. We yeah. will, we will be talking. Uh, we're going to stick to the format of the show, but we will be talking a little bit about what we'll these villains is coming up. <laughs> it's uh, so you. Ha- I'm telling you, you ladies have and gentlemen, my word. This will be the and my axe, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. This will probably be the first three-part, six-hour show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking professionals, man. You know, sometimes, every now and again, is that the word? Um, yeah. Charlie's gonna come back in like next year and be like, "Whoo, I did the the best of show, and I haven't been That's in the studio true. in two months." <laughs> Thanks, villains. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a call. Oh, we ran out of hard drive space. Yeah. I have yeah. like four terabytes of empty space. <laughs> yeah, we're going to need Not four. anymore. <laughs> yeah. Charlie, thank you very much for letting us use the studio while you were gone. We burned down your house. <laughs> Please don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> we made some bitch in Hot Pockets. That's true. <laughs> As long as I get one. <laughs> um, so so yeah. So so for next week, um, if, 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 if any mailbag responses you guys have, anything you want to write in, um, just to know that it will be answered by the villains. So just that's right. 
write in and ask and say whatever you'd like. Um, right in. And uh, it, it, you know, if, if we think of a topic that uh, if something comes up over the over the next couple of days um, that uh, that uh, we think and we remember to post it <laughs> that uh, that we think would be appropriate, say pay attention to our social media accounts. But otherwise, um, just uh, yeah, just a, yeah. Uh, it's a free for all. Any any questions for Nick and Annalise about their gaming habits, what they like, what they play? Mm-hmm. My brother, I'm sure, will be able to talk extensively about Metal Gear Solid. He's got 200, 200 plus yeah. hours logged on the game. Um, I kind of hope know. he's just like. It was good. <laughs> I know. We, we we put out this statement a couple weeks ago about the fact that the our, our album, we've delayed it into 2016 uh, for a multitude of reasons. But I like to joke around that the real reason is because my brother didn't have time to finish it because he was playing Metal Gear. <laughs> um, so, yeah, if you have any questions for the, for the villains, um, you know, uh, um, just send them in. You know, okay. send them whatever you want. doesn't matter how absurd. So, aside from that, um, John, do you have anything specific coming up? Finals. That's yeah. it. Finals, and uh, I'm practicing Daishokan this coming week. Vs for Villains is performing at Daishokan uh, out near the Dells. Um, I will not be attending this show. I, it, due to circumstances beyond my control, I will not be there. We are uh, training up a friend of ours who played um, with us at Anime Midwest. It's actually a fan of ours that, that sat in, just like, I'm a big fan of the show. I want to be on the show, uh, in the show with you. Can I do one song? It was supposed to be one song <laughs> turned into just do the whole set with us. We'll have fun. And, uh, you know, they, they know the set, so we're going to we're gonna train them up and make sure they're ready to go just to take Is my spot. Is he going to be, take on the, the mantle of Fallon Flynn? No, no. Oh, okay. uh, the own character. Actually, um... He is she. He is, uh, you know, we, we know this person is Ben Wire, but Ben oh. is actually uh, transgender and is transitioning to uh, um, uh, Lily is, is the name that, that uh, she goes by. So um, she's a character named Madame Duskart <laughs> uh, and uh, will be, will be you know, dressed in the gear that she wore for Anime Midwest. And so uh, I'll be working with her this week to get her trained up and, uh, you know, really knows the entire set except for one song so we're gonna work on that and i'll be there for rehearsals just to stay tight and then um visa villains is doing uh con alt delete again this year in december so just a few weeks from now I'll, you know we'll be back on stage for the first time in months really as as a you know the core group so it'll be something to look forward to cool go uh studio yep that studio this studio 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 <laughs> studio, 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 yes. studio, studio. Um, Matt Damon. We're doing, <laughs> we're doing guitars. The last I checked, when I left them alone, because I let them do their thing, because I don't like to sit around and watch guitars pee on each other with their guitars. Uh, what happened? <laughs> Where did we go wrong? <laughs> Interesting recording habits. Um, and uh, then, I have to admit to you, I'm a horrible friend. I have not listened to the that Codename Phoenix track that you put up on SoundCloud yet. It's fine. Um, not worry about so, it. Uh, so it's a rough demo. I, I will instead, um, uh, for you, just uh, remind everybody to um, uh, SoundCloud.com backslash Codename Phoenix, I presume. Yep. Um, All they, night, come up with that name. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I imagine that, that you toiled over that one for a while. So, um, so yeah, d- definitely go out there and check. Um, yeah, all, all the all the the studio stuff that uh, Goat's been talking about up until this point. Um, the the first little taste of it is available there. The four minutes of our fruits and labors of months and months of pulling hair out and screaming. Yep. So, speaking of screaming, otherwise actually, being in a band, that's <laughs> that's my, uh, my 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 Thanksgiving weekend is going to be uh, trapped in the uh, studio with Skylar recording vocals. So hmm. that'll be something. Buckle up, get a helmet. <laughs> 
And on my side of things, um, the last, um, so it was it was June of this year when I uh, was offered the opportunity to come on to Ponyville Cider Fest as their PR director, and then uh, a couple months after that, um, I was further offered to uh, help further for, to further 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 help out. Um, Ponies fried his brain. Yes, that <laughs> um, to be a vice chair for uh, Ponyville Cider Fest 2015, and um, um, it's uh, I, I'm at the point now where I cannot wait. For the con that is currently um, five days away, um, if my if if my numbers are working correctly, um, and at the same time I also cannot wait for it to be over, <laughs> yeah, in the best way possible, you know, because like I just the the amount of um, the amount of late nights slash early mornings, depending on how you want to look at it, that I've had, um, and just the amount of uh, work. It's it's been relatively stress free. Like I've got a really good staff. I mean, there you know any 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 situation, any project where you've got. You know, uh, you know, shy of seventy-five people, um, you know, in staff, uh, mm-hmm. you know, running something that we're expecting about twelve hundred people to show up at. I mean, like there, there are going to be complications. That's just the the law of averages happening. Um, Less but, the people, more the workload. Just the amount of stuff. Well, especially in the last week. Well, both. I mean, yeah. like you know, there are you know, any it's uh, you know, you'll have issues with people. You'll have issues with staff. You'll have issues with. Uh, issues with issues and um so uh but the ones that have come up have been relatively uh relatively easily dealt with and uh, relatively low minor so um it's been it's been a, it's been a mostly smooth process coming up to this point so so are you excited that you can see the end of the hallway and just hit punch out yes <laughs> I, I i very much am you know it's you know getting getting the uh the book done was the was the last big thing that that was like the, that that last giant door Standing in the way of me getting to the end of that hallway you just mentioned, um, and so now that that's behind me, um, you know, now it's just going to be a matter of just uh, just uh, hyping up on social media and then just uh, just having a one of the get into the chaos that of, is a live event. One of one of the best weekends I I anticipated I will have had since I got married. Um, I mean, you know, Ciderfest last year was a ball, but I mean, like you know, this year it's just this just, year this year all access. Yes, yes. Between that and the fact that I will actually be there the whole weekend, not to mention you know before and after. I mean, like it's it's. I'm just I'm I'm I get I get I, I get the I get the tummy butterflies thinking about it. So so, so. now what's the turnover here? So you, hmm. you clock out Monday, I'm guessing from Ciderfest. Um yeah yeah I, well either um uh yeah yeah there there's some logistics about whether or not we're actually going to come home very late Sunday night or Monday morning just depending on when Michelle has to get to her office. But um but yes. Okay, so you got what a week, two weeks until you gear up for the next one. So, so, well, so the one after that is Winnie City PonyCon, which is happening the first weekend in April. And um, the, the best part about it is like being in the kind of the same positions for all these things. I'm also vice chair for Winnie City and also PR. So basically all the same things, but I templatize everything. I have everything set up so that all the work that I put into this one is, thank God, intentionally going to be a lot of copy paste into the next one as far as like the management and like the actual like behind the scenes stuff and everything. So it's like, yes, it took me like a day to figure out like just just because I'm I'm so OCD about such things. It took me like, you know, it uh, it takes me a long time to like figure out the perfect staff application or like the perfect uh, way, you know, and system for like requesting like staffing rooms and badge applications and things like that. But it's done now. And I, so I now I this just, is your first one. So now you have one into your belt and you're like, oh, now we do this here. We do that there. We do this here. Yep. And we just plug yep. and play probably. Yep. Copy paste. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so I, I am very much anticipating and very much hoping that, uh, that the next one will be easier for, for a multitude of reasons. Um, <laughs> Not to mention one of that my convention chair will not be getting married a month before con and uh, will be available more. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay. That was a bad idea. <laughs> Excuse um, me, sir. 
It was a terrible idea for you to get married when you felt like it. <laughs> Think of the people, man. Um, well, when you put it like that. You should just Fuck send, your future. <laughs> you should have just sent him an angry pony card as a thank you for getting married. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I, I have plenty of gifts I'm bringing up with me, um, because especially considering that... Um, that uh, the, uh, the the cursed timing of things happened to put the Festival of Burial Age Beers on the same weekend, as I believe I've mentioned before, um, as, uh, as Ponyville Cider Fest. I'm not able to attend, which I, I may have shed a few... I, I did. I cried about it. Um, uh, we, are, we are having a basically a mini mini phobab. So, so because I can't go to the Festival of Burial Age Beers in Chicago, we instead are going to have the Festival of Brony-approved beers up at Cider Fest. Good man. So, yeah, it's going to be... Uh, Yay, more videos. Yay. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Um, but also, yes. So anyways, that, that's my future. So, um, uh, gentlemen, I'm sure that, um, I, I leave the ship in your, uh, capable hands and, um, I look forward to hearing the first episode that I've not been on in quite some time. It's going to be weird to listen it's to, gonna be to the show that you're on, that you're not on. <laughs> yep. you're, you're yeah. Welcome to, to what I deal with on the road. Yep. 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 All of that. And so, um, uh, yeah. So if you guys have any questions for me, I'll just throw this out there. Um, anything related, um, get, uh, send those in ASAP and, um, I will try to respond to anything as possible, um, um, from the road. Um, but otherwise with all that being said, um, thank you very much for listening. This has been yet another episode of Gamerhead Radio. You can find us on, uh, Facebook. Uh, God, I, this is all complete and backwards, but I'm just not going to stop. You can find <laughs> us at GamerheadRadio.com at Facebook.com black, backslash backslash <coughs> Gamerhead Radio. <laughs> How do you spell? Um, um, <laughs> <laughs> That's copyright. Uh, we can't use that. None of this is getting cut. Um, Twitter.com back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> backslash Gamerhead Radio. Man, we've got some Easter eggs here. All no, no, sudden. I'm not cutting any of this. We're, this is all oh, even better. He's at T E K Charlie. Yep, that. I'm. Uh, Sir Ghostworks. Uh, who the fuck am I? <laughs> What's my name? <laughs> Tweet at me a lot. <laughs> I know. John is at the Fallon Flynn. Email us at editors at gamerheadradio.com or call us and leave us a message at 94926Gamer. Um, you can uh, subscribe to us and download the official po- uh, g- uh, app on the Gamerhead Radio on <laughs> Google Play. Or uh, you can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, YouTube, Twitch, or uh, with your podcast downloader of choice. Also, eventually, once we pay for the, subs- the premium subscriptions, SoundCloud, uh, a couple couple episodes on there, but they 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 want money from us to put more, so uh, it's coming. working on it. Yeah. Um, We're working with the finance department. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, uh, the 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 funding request is uh, pending approval from the CFO. Um, <laughs> so, very, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. Um, very sorry. This has been yet another episode of Head. <laughs> you just apologize for our show. <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to yet another episode of Gamerhead Radio. I am Charlie Technotronicorn Worthley. <laughs> Couldn't get it to make sound until you wanted it to and didn't want it to. Anyway, sorry. Who are you? Oh, I thought you were going to edit that. Because, okay. It was just a little sorry. ding. Now, I don't, now I'm going to have to edit it. Oh, this Way is to now, go, John. Now, thanks for the extra work there, buddy. It's ruined. <laughs>